Hmm. What, what are you doing? Doesn't look like I'm doing. I'm leaving. Because I didn't tell you I was going out with Black Lightning. You say it like it's nothing, and that just proves my point. You claim you value me, and yet you don't consider me. Did you consider me before you taking a job with the ASA? I had to. I'm the only one that can help those kids. Without me, they'd all die. Welcome to my life. Look, Len, what I see is you spending more time at the pit than with your own family. Why is that? Hmm? Is there something you want to tell me? Talk to me. Why talk, Jeff? I talk. You don't listen. History repeats itself. The very definition of crazy is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Well, I'm not crazy. I'm done. Come on, you don't. You don't mean that. I'll send someone over to get the rest of my stuff. What's up, y'all? This is Black Lightning Matters. This is the official, OH official, uh, Black Lightning review. Uh, yours truly, Rain Coleman, the carefree black nerd. Joined like I am by every other week uh, by Mr. Paperback himself. Go ahead, young man. Let the folks know what <laughs> Good evening, everyone. It's me, Cole Jackson, and I have just decided that I'm going to join the 100. That's right, folks. I'm going to be a part of the 100. I think they're going to let light-skinned people in this year. So, um, And also, I do proclaim that I am going to do something by the end of this show that I didn't think I was going to do. But I, oh. it's something that has to be done. So, oh, I'm ready. I don't know what the hell that is. Um, and for those of you who are, I don't know, maybe reading the headlines before you click the episode... You have to know that we're joined by yet another should-be-familiar voice. If not, then you're really fucking up. Uh, we're joined by another guest. Go ahead, young man. Let us know who's uh, rocking with us today. It's uh, Robert Jeffrey, co-host of uh, the 4400 Recap Show at Light in the Sky. Uh, the writer currently struggling on Kickstarter to raise his money. <laughs> and... <laughs> Uh, just a big fan of this podcast, so I'm glad y'all have y'all are having me on, and uh, I love Black Lightning sometimes. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! It's okay, so struggle. Going forward, uh, real like quick little, little rundown. We do. I will add in the Kickstarter link to this episode show notes. But go ahead, Robert. Let folks know what is going on with you and your Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah, we're we're doing a Kickstarter for the third issue of Mind to Avenge. Um, got some really good uh, packages, I mean, tiers and all that good stuff. Uh, but we got like, as of this recording, maybe six days left mm -hmm. to raise like thirteen or fourteen hundred dollars. I stopped looking, the shit is depressing. So, um, it's <laughs> just, uh, you know, whatever y'all can do to help. But, you know, if we make it, we make it. If not, then we'll figure something else out. But thank y'all for all the help. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So, again, y'all. The link will be in the show notes. This is a very special episode of Black Lightning. No, oh, so make sure to uh, share, to to support, and all that good shit. Now, Black Lightning, season three, mm, mm, mm. episode six, mm, the mm, book mm. of resistance. Mm. Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. Preach, 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 preacher, preach on. Interesting. Okay. 
So, before jumping into anything, make sure that y'all use that hashtag BLMPod when you're listening to this podcast, when you're watching Black Lightning Live, when you're watching it in syndication, when you're watching the CW app, the Apple TV app, however you consume your Black Lightning media, use that hashtag BLMPod. Let us know that you're listening. Um, We have a pregame. This pregame happens 15 minutes before the episode airs, so whatever your time zone is, put 15 minutes before Black Lightning comes on, and meet Cole and I over on Instagram for our Instagram Live pregame. Yeah, if you missed it, you missed it. me calling calling a shot that happened mm. on the episode yeah. today, on, uh, yes. on the episode that night. Yeah. God, I'm, is- I'm so good. Yeah, I I'll agree. <laughs> I'm you, so now damn you good. Yeah. This damn fair skin of mine. How could it? How could it be? <laughs> Keeps coming back to the fair skin. <laughs> this nigga, I like Snow White. Anywho. Um and also guys, we would like for y'all to join us over on Twitter for the live tweet that happens immediately after the pregame during the episode airing. Again, check your time zone whenever Black Lightning airs. Log on to Twitter. My Twitter handle is Carefree Blurred. Cole. And my Twitter is at ColeJackson12. And Robert, because you be in there too. Yeah, yeah. Mine is at S-Y-N-C-H-R-K-J. Yes, yes, indeed. Again, that will be in the show notes as well. So let's dive into this shit, man. Um, <sighs> what's our initial thoughts? Coming off of episode five into episode six, what we thinking about Let's Black start. Lightning. Let's start with our guest. Robert, what do you think, man? Uh, it was all right. You know, there have been a couple of, like, really strong episodes leading into this one. And if this is the one that they're doing before Crisis, um, actually, no, they have another one. So that's good. They have a chance to make up. But, you know, I just, I, it was all right. You know, they've had stronger episodes this season. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Cole, what you thinking? Um, it was, to me, it was a good episode to progress the story. Um, I felt like this moved the story along. I felt like some of the interactions that we got this episode, it felt, it felt like a comic book in a, in a, you know, I'm pretty sure you guys read six issue series before it. It's one of them, it's one of them issues that kind of like moves the story along until you get to the real meat and potatoes. So I felt like this episode was one of those that, that, that moved the story along pretty well. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, that's fair. Um, I feel the same way. I, it's not my favorite, but it's not the worst. Mm-hmm. They've done worse. So we know they've done worse. But would I, you would you say it was a filler, guys? Yeah, I would say that's successful filler. Yeah, that that's that's kind of my biggest thing right now is that um, because when I saw the previews for what's coming afterwards, I was like, oh, okay, they're about to like set this shit off, and that's going to be the episode that leads. Right in the crisis. <laughs> so, but yeah. Okay. okay, I agree. But I think that this is a filler episode that does really well mm-hmm. because you've had filler episodes before where shit just kind of happens. Mm-hmm. Because of some of the things we get towards the end of the episode, I think it was a more successful filler than other episodes that we've gotten before. I can agree with that. I can agree with that. Okay. Um, what I can't agree with is this opening. So <laughs> that's your sister, though. Yeah, that's fine, but this still was terrible. She was this looking like was... she looked like Celie from Color Purple. Yeah, <laughs> yes. 
my issue with this is I feel like they were trying to tell like a cyclical story and it just didn't work because that opening felt like we were already in an episode, like we were coming back from commercial break versus opening an episode. They tried to Tarantino that shit. <laughs> Not a fan. I, um, you know, my biggest thing is, and this throughout this episode, they try to give Nessa a chance to have some more range with the mm-hmm. acting. And I think this is a part of that. And this is that's one of the reasons why I wasn't a big fan of this, <laughs> um, of this episode as a whole. I think that, you know, listening to y'all's episodes, you have been constructively critical of her. And, you know, I do think that this is a chance for her to kind of stretch her wings. And Cole, you're you're a bigger Arrowverse head yeah. um, you know, as far as a group. So the, the closest thing I could think of, because this has been done before, um, I was thinking about Nora last year in last uh, season's Flash. Ooh. Like she had plenty of episodes where she would do this whole diary entry of, mm-hmm. you know, this is, and even Barry does it, you know, mm-hmm. when he's about to die. You know, during the crisis, so they've done this before. Um, I just didn't think it was the best extent of her range, mm. you know, as far as wow, you hit the nail right on the head. I couldn't have said it better myself. This was horrible. Um, like <laughs> she can't act, and she has done now. Rain, I, I will agree with you, she has gotten better. There have been some. This has not been her worst season. This has actually been pretty decent with some of the stuff that she had. Um, yeah. I don't think we'll ever get the Sanjay Purdy, Anissa, mm. ever again. I don't know mm. what happened. I don't know if somebody paid her extra money for that. Those those that they done those, those two episodes, but she was really good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it didn't even come back around to this. Like we never got back to this either. Now. It, that was my, I'm so, no, 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 it kind of did. It, it, you're right, it did not, but mm-hmm. the imagery did because we got her back there on the couch with the blanket later, but we didn't get this whole setup of video diary, which, again, is another issue I've had with this season in particular, because say what you will, good or bad, all critiques, this show has been dropping the ball with shit happening off screen. Like, just mm-hmm. randomly, like, even to get ahead for a second, oh, you're losing your healing ability. When did Anissa, now either either Anissa <laughs> has a healing factor or all metas by nature have a, like, established. You have to establish, so we'll get there, but. Wait, Rain, what do you mean? You mean that people can just get new powers and we never know about this until they say something all of a sudden? And we have been, and see, and the, what pisses me off even more is that, Robert, when we do 4400, yep. the issue I have is that some shit yep. pops off. And the same thing, my issue with Batwoman, that maybe if they put a bit more Easter eggs in, well, more so with Batwoman because 4400 is a bit better, but like the healing factor, if that was going to be a plot point, even if it's brand new for this season, why not mention that earlier on? So when you do say, oh, your healing factor is gone, did she have that? Like, I didn't... We we were never privy to that information. 
that's what I'm saying. Left field. That um, that's like Baby Isabel from 4400. She can do every fucking thing. Yes, <laughs> it's like, and it's a, and I'm gonna give a more recent example. Um, like the raising Dion kid. If y'all seen oh, that, I haven't. But go ahead. I have. I hate the mom on that. Uh, I mean, is it the mom? Yeah, I don't like the mom on that show. I'm not too partial to the kid myself, um, <laughs> and that's a problem. But um, he can do everything, right? And that's the thing. So if like you're gonna have, like you said, if you have abilities cropping up, you gotta establish that sometime earlier in the season. Now, if we're talking about things that happen off screen, I got a couple of examples from this episode. Go um, ahead, <laughs> or when they come up, or go ahead, because either way, this is some shit. I'm trying to wait till we get to that point. Okay. Like, this, this big one where I was just like, "What the fuck happened with the budget?" <laughs> um, yeah. Oh. I think oh. I know what you're talking about. I think I know what yeah, you're talking about. Too. I got two damn examples. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So my issue. Wait, before you get into this, man, let me say this. I'm gonna I'm preface this and go. You can go ahead with your point. I'm sorry, but I really miss the CW using CW seed to fill in gaps. Like mm-hmm. when they were doing that, that made so much sense, and it made me. They, it just made me, it filled in a lot of the story for a lot of the CW shows, and it and it worked. Like when they did the last thing that they did was uh, the Ray, which was um, yeah. kind of filling in the backstory of what happened in this other uh, other other world, other Earth before um, they did the the big crossover that year, and it was good. It was really it was animated, and I don't think it cost them that much money to do. I don't know why yeah. they don't continue to do that. That 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 always filled in a bunch of gaps, and it was really good. Well, shit, our money ain't good. I don't know, hell, shit. I'm new to this shit. Um, no, no, I'm with you because we've even said it before. What's the harm in doing one or two 30 minute episodes between seasons that catches us up to the shit that happened? Some vignettes that are a five minute kind of scene here and a ten minute scene here, just kind of mix it up. Um, for as successful as this show is, they they could do better. Uh, go ahead, Robert. Well, no, I was going to say, I mean, you know, you were talking about the Star Trek thing over here. Star Trek Discovery does that. They do mm-hmm. short tracks. And it's like short stories set within that universe, which mm-hmm. gives more backstory to some of the characters that you don't get a lot of time with. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, shit, y'all said this before. They're using the same damn underground Atlanta set <laughs> to... Uh, Yes. So, like, why not use that to just do something? You know, just you know, just do something. Tyler Perry, open up a studio. Come on, let's do that. (laughs) And that's my. But I guess they want to get that black man. You know what? Leave it there. Um, that uh, yeah, that's frustrating as hell. Because, like you said, it's it's so many things that could be done that they're just refusing to do. Um, so I didn't like this scene of Anissa. I feel like it could have been cut and we could have actually opened the episode at the, at the very next scene, mm-hmm. which the is the funeral for Tavon, which, okay, Tavon's parents seem to be, you know, middle class, working class. They didn't have any pictures of him, any headshots, baby. <laughs> they had a selfie that he took with his camera phone at school <laughs> in his uniform. They didn't have, what, one photo of him. Kids don't take pictures like that no more. They Everything's on their phone. No, fam. You don't <laughs> tell me that. 
even on his phone, there wasn't no pictures that were better. Like, if this was like the kids got together and did like a memorial, okay. But adults had their hand in this funeral. <laughs> and you mean to fucking tell me that Jefferson motherfucking Pierce couldn't have got the background edited off this picture? He couldn't have maybe... Because everybody takes school pictures. Garfield, you you ain't about to tell me they don't have no school yearbook. They don't. A yearbook photo would have been better than it's this It's all shit. digital. I don't give a damn. <laughs> Did they think we weren't going to know who this nigga was if he was in regular clothes? I don't know, man. It's all digital, I mean, man. Then, then Toby or what was homeboy name? Tobias protege. Shit, Tommy? I, yo, I forgot now. Uh, Ted, I don't know. He's dead now. Ted's yeah. dead. Todd. Todd, yes, yeah. goddamn. Uh, yeah. That's my problem. Fuck this damn show. The one who died, <laughs> one died off screen. We just saw his hand, and they said Todd got blown up. I was just <laughs> like, what the fuck <laughs> do you mean? <laughs> That's the sensitive subject for me. I am a fan. Yeah, I Todd miss Todd. Dead. Todd was awesome, man. I love that Rest. dude. Rest in peace, Blue Ranger. Dad. Yeah. Come on, Billy. Yeah. Okay. So we get... You know what I just realized? This is the same church that Anissa gave that money. That's your uncle's church. No, no, no. No, that's a different church. Remember sure? that church? Listen, man. My uncle is a devil. He don't worship Jesus. He evil. So that ain't my uncle. That's your uncle. Remember that church... Where somebody had to get a funeral done, and uh, Anissa stole that money as Blackbird, and she showed up to that man at the. Mm-hmm. And she, this is that That's same, the same church. church. Huh? I this didn't recognize her. Yeah, I, didn't, I just, I just I can't, realized. I didn't recognize it in the daytime. They always show it at night. <laughs> <laughs> we open up on the Pierce family. Well, three fourths of them, and this is what I want to get y'all take on. Jefferson, Lynn, and Anissa are at the funeral. Um, Anissa's like, yeah, you know, whatever homeboy family need, we're going to take care of it. Um, Jefferson and Lynn and Anissa get to arguing, and it's like, Lynn says, I'm proud of you, talking to Jefferson, and Anissa immediately snaps at her. Proud for what is what she's upset about. He got his ass whooped, didn't fight back. Somebody explain the scene and what your feelings are, because I'm... They're going back to me. They're going back to season one, Lynn, where it's just like, yep. why are you getting, why are you getting in this suit all the time? But that's kind of hard when you smoke crack, when you smoke green lozenge crack. That's kind of hard for me to believe anything that you say. All right, I think she did. She, she's on crack range. Why are you so against this? Look, first of all, I'm I'm really kind of like, I'm kind of done with all of this crap with the. I'm just done with it, man. Like, either you are with it or you're not with it. Now, maybe that's the crack talking when she's just like, I'm proud of you. But I'm just, I'm tired of this. Like, either you're going with it or you don't go with it at all. Um, The scene kind of just got on my nerves because they're going, they're bickering back and forth. They need some type of, they need some type of conflict between the two to justify what happened towards the end of the other, of the show. And it's just kind of. I'm I'm just kind of I'm done with it right now. Like it, it really, it really frustrates me. What about you, Robert? I um so after asking myself why were there only five people at the funeral, um, <laughs> I um and also they couldn't pay to bring his parents to the funeral. 
Like the, the actors were just like, well, bigger money. There's there's a shit ton of stuff filming in Atlanta. Um, I I'm thinking they're about to divorce at the end of the season. I mean, and to be honest with you, they're not. They didn't get remarried. <laughs> at all. Oh, no, they they're, they're they're just still, they just shacking. Yeah, exactly. They're this. They're at this estranged relationship uh, status, and even if she wasn't like popping Nyquil drugs every episode. Um, I think that their relationship is strained enough that she would still be dipping out. You know, it's um, and also she that was some stupid crackhead shit to say. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I I thought that was perfect, like in terms of creating conflict. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, amongst the family, and I think that's the second time somebody congratulated Jefferson for getting his ass kicked. <laughs> um, <and> I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> There's you know? another part of this episode where somebody says, "Man, you 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 did good," and I was just like, "Like get it beat." It's just, but yeah, that's the first time. I mean, if, if somebody has said, "Hey, you did hey, congratulations on getting your ass whooped and not doing anything," you know, that'd be an issue. But yeah, I think that's you know, like Cole Cole's crazy pr- predictions. That's my prediction, and I got another prediction. Okay, but I I think at the end of the season. It's going. They they're going to be done. So. I don't like that. I don't I, like. That. I mean, either. I don't either. But it ain't too far fetched. No, no. It's, wait, it's, before you it's, get in there, look, Robert. This is what I need for you to do, man. Like, if you're going to be a part of this this podcast, you got to say crack logics. Like, you can't just say green <laughs> Nyquil. It's, it's crack logics, okay? Crack logics. Thank you. Go ahead, Rain. <laughs> um, I'm very torn because initially I was upset at Anissa because I was like, "What the fuck is she snapping at?" But with Lynn, Lynn is more and more unlikable to the point where I was already liking Jefferson more, but mm-hmm. her situation makes her unlikable. But knowing the ends of what's going on with her, you sympathize because you know it's not all her fault. But before she started taking this green light. This is the type of person she was. Exactly. It has just been yeah. amplified by her taking that green light. She's always been in, doing what's best for science and the podcast and stuff. To me, it feels a bit selfish. Um, you're in this family. This ain't no regular-ass family. And you do have to do what you need to do. You have to work within your means, which you're a scientist. You can do that. But this green light is... I, I can't even say the green light is altering your personality or your decisions because if one of your daughters was missing then it's you know blow this shit up but now that you have a quote-unquote upper hand being the scientist on call for the asa where you for all intents and purposes have more power than jefferson now i don't know but yeah i I don't understand why he didn't fight back I, i feel where you're coming from but I kind of have to. I kind of feel like the green light has a lot to do with her her attitude. Like okay. I, I really, I look at it from a standpoint of I, I really feel like the stuff that she pulled from the green light, which is making her more intelligent, is also something that's kind of pulling, making her be a crackhead for all intents and purposes. Plus, you have to realize that Odell. This is what Odell wanted. And I don't think he just wanted it for the simple fact of just making her smarter. 
I think he wanted to drive something between yeah, I can agree Jefferson and Lynn. Yeah. And I think the green light has a lot – what the green light asterisk, um, extract ha, has a lot to do with that. I, that's my opinion. She was – I don't know, man. I feel like she was doing a lot of the same shit before, cussing him out about doing shit and acting <laughs> – so I, I think you're right, but I don't think you are 100% right because shit – I don't know, man. But Whatever. Shit. So, <laughs> god damn it, Lynn with her wop head ass, wow. she anchors the family. Jesus <laughs> Christ, wop head. Uh, first of all, shout out to the makeup department because again, them bruises on Jefferson face yeah. to me looked real. Yeah, they did. Look, they did look real. It looked like they whooped his ass for real. I know um, I use all of Jefferson's they, face though. And they and then congratulated him for it. No. Oh, for sure. <laughs> that was some good form getting that knee to your face. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Pierce. Mr. Pierce, I'm sorry to do this. Jamila, now's now. not a good time. But the people deserve to know the truth. Mr. Pierce, how are you feeling after your altercation with the ASA? Do you plan on pressing charges? Mr. Pierce, do you think that your actions will inspire the residents of Freeland to push back against the occupation? Excuse me, against lady. The... I don't know who you are, but show some respect. This is not the time or place. Mr. Pierce, one last question. If you could say anything to Tavon Singley right now, what would that be? Can you please let us grieve in peace? Listen, it's okay. I'll answer that question. If I could say anything to Tavon, I would tell him how proud I am of him. I would tell him how much he inspired the other students and me to be the best version of ourselves. I would tell him that his death his death will not be in vain. So we run into um, Jamila in her, I don't know, what the fuck, this nun's handmaiden's tail outfit. She's and so she's terrible. Just like, oh, excuse me, I know this isn't a good time, but the people deserve to know the truth. Um, look into my iPhone 3. I get the fuck out of here. Um, fuck Jamila. I don't. My Oh my God. Okay. So this is also where I was upset with Lynn because a few episodes ago, some old woman almost got her ass beat by Henderson's wife, second wife. This motherfucker got a camera in your husband facing. You ain't smacking that shit out of her hand. You ain't whooping her ass. That's the crack. That's the crack logices. Anissa, too. She ain't on no crack. Man, you know, Anissa, Anissa. Okay, so this is the most gangster Anissa has been all season. She was like, yeah, it's like that. Or could you please let us, like, grieve? Man, I'm not worried about that. That's She false flagging anyway. Who cares? Now, I have to – I do have to say this. Not really mad at, at, at Jamila Olsen. Well, no, she she's is, doing her job. She's doing she her job a, as a reporter. No, no, yeah. I'm, so, in that regard, I'm all for it. But I'm like, what the fuck on my face? What? <laughs> I mean, 
you know, I, I think I think I think the scene went exactly how it was supposed to be. People were upset about her doing her job, but reporters' jobs are typically like that anyway. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like you always doing the bullshit. Yeah, like maybe Lynn could have did something, but she was going through crack withdrawal. And yes, Anissa could have said something, but she slept with the girl, so there ain't really much she could say. You see, that's the more reason I'm gonna. No, cut she ain't gonna say nothing. Come on. <laughs> They had sex together. She just, oh, she, she still want that old thing back. Uh, uh, Robert, what you thinking about? What's your take on this Jamila scene? What do you call this? Earth 315. It's Earth. It's oh, Earth. (laughs) Right. Earth, uh, yeah, but Jamila, she, you know, she was doing her job. I think Lynn kind of hung back because in her mind, she's like, these motherfuckers gonna keep coming at me. (laughs) but you know um it gives jefferson a chance to you know basically it gives the writers a chance to establish the direction that jefferson's about to go throughout this episode okay he gives gives this kind of kind of impassioned speech about you know um trayvon or is it tavon yeah tavon and um, I, that's all I kind of took from it, and then you get like one of the most I'm sorry, like one of the most awesome shots out of Arrowverse history <laughs> slow, mo- slow motion, yeah. <laughs> walking down like in the G- looking GQ to the fullest. So, it's, mm-hmm. and, you know, it served its purpose. And I don't know if we had seen her for the past couple episodes, to be honest with you. Um, no, I thought she left, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I think, uh yeah, I think, but it was just good to establish that she was still there, so. Yeah. My thing is, where is she living? And I know that isn't very important, but if we're under an occupation where nobody's getting in or out, I think it's fair to be like, where does this stranger stay? Like, She's is a hotel in just... hotels. But is that, for, like... Her season? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, how are you just at a hotel oh, she in an occupation? She ain't at are the home just... hotel. She ain't at the hotel that they was going to oh. hold Anissa and Jennifer out of. Good Lord, yeah, no, no. She's at, like, a Westin, kind of, a Hampton Inn, at least. But my thing is, you're there, and we're testing people for metagenes and shit. Have you gone through the testing process? Like, I, I know it's not a big deal, but it is something that gave me pause. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? You still here? Like, yeah. you got money like that? Money no. no. That's what happened when you're a big time... Uh, back news. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's uh, like... She, she really working on a blavity budget, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, now... What? <laughs> blavity, 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 blavity is, is upstanding? What, what's wrong with that? You said it like that was some, like, she on the shade room. No or shade, no shade. My bad. I guess I had to preface no shade before I said that. <laughs> Nigga. Uh, so we get to the Pierce house. There you go, paper bag boy. Uh, we get to the Pierce house. Lynn is downstairs in her, I don't know, substitute teacher vest. And here comes Jefferson with this fucking face. Um, and so they get to argue. So what happens is off screen again. Jefferson went and lit the sky up last night or something out of frustration for not being able to do anything, which you actually were able to, but you just chose not to. Um, and they get to arguing. Where do y'all come down on this argument? Like, who's right and who's wrong? Confused as fuck. 
because like I said, um, this was the this is one of the examples of she. Came, okay, so I was like, why are they arguing if she he, he was she he, she says he says I came home late or she says something like you know you whatever she starts up and I'm like what are they talking about because the last scene was the funeral and and then he she's like I know you was out and I was like what. <laughs> like, she says, "I heard you beat up people, and then, um, and then graffitied a, a lightning." And I was like, "That shit would that would have been cool to see." Mm-hmm. But they didn't do that shit. Um, it was like you don't do something like that because this. Once again, when he gave the speech, that was like when you were thinking in your mind, "Oh, shit's about to pop off," and it obviously did, but it was off camera. Yeah. And if. If with all of the fight scenes that they've had this season, they could have easily have tossed in a scene of him kicking ass. Because if you think about it, this is the first time since the occupation outside of when they ran up into the jail that he yeah. was kicking ass. And even then, that was Blackbird taking yeah. out the ASA warrior. I mean, the whatever. So, yeah. yeah, no, this was this really pissed me off because I was like, you could have thrown in two minutes of him just like electrifying two guys and then... I would have been confused because when she was like, yeah, you were kicking ass. I was like, in his sleep? Um, <laughs> so it was just, it was, it was a weird-ass argument. And it just, the, sometimes the directing for this show and, and the directing choices is we are weird. And all I can, I, I don't know how to direct a show. So I, don't, I try not to be like crazy critical, but stuff like that. It reminds me of some like Tyler Perry type of shit. Like when I yeah, saw yeah. Um, Daddy's Little Girls. This, <laughs> and I'll, I'll make this quick. Daddy's Little Girls. Uh, Idris <laughs> was talking to, this, to the old woman, and then she said, "I'm not gonna be here for long. You gotta take care of these kids." The next scene, they had her funeral. <laughs> <laughs> she meant that. <laughs> I was like, "Shit!" And I didn't even know she was sick or nothing, but. Tyler Perry, like we only got so much film to film with, but yeah. he had a studio that's then. My... <laughs> that, was that, was, that, was, that was before the studio. Exactly. <laughs> that's the stage play budget. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's well, for, that's for the tours. What? What do? Who? Where you fall on this argument? Um, I have to agree. Also, I like. See, if they would have cut the whole Anissa scene from the very beginning. It yeah. would have been really cool if we would have exactly. just got a scene where he he walks up to a door, he makes a uh, he starts flashing or starts glowing, mm-hmm. goes into the door, and that's all we need to know to know that he yeah. actually got into a fight. And then if we actually seen him, or he could have walked through a door, and we just could have seen a whole bunch of lightning. Yeah, and then cut then the cut and then cut the commercial, then come back, and then he we have the kitchen scene, and it's like. Yeah. I, maybe they are press. I mean, Rain keeps bringing up this fact, and I and I think it's true. Maybe they are pressed for time because of crisis. The crisis on Infinite Earths is happening, and they got to get mm-hmm. to a certain point before this happens. And yeah. maybe they're just cutting out a lot of details. Because when you think about the past few seasons, I don't think we really had this problem before. No. No. So. No, if we did, it was few and far between. Right, it was. I think it was little things that we probably just didn't recognize. But the holes are so gapped open, and there's so many unwanted scenes that we we get. Like we really didn't need that unnecessary scene in the beginning of the show at all. But the thing is, she is their Batman. She is the 
cash cow. She's the young, black, attractive girl. She is the. This is she is CW. You don't see Jeffersons and Lynns on CW. They'll play the parents, but the parents don't get an active role like the kids do. So she is their Batman. She is their cat. She is Black Lightning for all intents and purposes. Because outside of people like us who like comics and like Black Lightning, etc., the draw is this attractive young black girl. Yes, it's under the veil of Black Lightning, but this is her. So that's why we're getting so much of her. That's why we're getting this odd-ass love scene between her and Grace Punk ass. That's why we're getting this shit, because they're the demographic of the CW. Well, talk many, to your, talk, well, you need to talk to your sister and tell her to act better then. No, and you know what? Honestly, this ain't even her fault. I'm all for her. Cash that check, boo. Get that money. <laughs> they are doing this. You could focus more on Jen. You can figure out what worked with the Sanjay Purdy shit. There's just so many things that I feel could be done where I can overlook bad acting. Hell, I watch indie programming. I watch web series. Like, So the acting isn't even really the issue. I don't care about that because if you're telling a good story, you're going to have some hiccups, but you you can tell a good story. It, it's You have holes in time. I feel like I've blacked out. <laughs> So no, maybe you taking like, now. Maybe you taking crack lodges like Lynn is. Maybe I am, and I just don't know it. But God damn it, you got Cosby. Me. You got Cosby with crack lodges. Oh no, oh, this nigga, you are the worst. What? <laughs> Robert, you <laughs> was thinking this. You was thinking <laughs> the same thing. You was thinking the same thing. Get out of here. So this is where I really am annoyed with Lynn. I understand her point. You're doing things that is affecting the family, but you're doing the exact same thing. Yeah, you're not shooting lightning bolts from your hands. You're not killing people and fighting. But what you are doing, I, I think I would be okay if her if her concern was just, why are you out here doing this? You could be in danger. But you got this holier-than-thou attitude. The Tobias shit aside, you taking this green light and you ain't told nobody. You you in here working with Odell. Like, before she left, she was like, yeah, let me go to work and hope Odell doesn't lock me up. Motherfucker, you gonna throw that in my face as if you ain't the one working with this nigga? Like, I, it, I felt it was too hypocritical. I felt like... There's a reason behind that. I Yeah, we'll, we'll I get, get it. We'll get to it later. Mm-mm. Ain't what you think. That's what I know. Okay. Um, I know you ain't talking... <clears throat> Nigga, no, that's not it. No, no, but I just don't, I don't, I don't like this plan. And I'm okay with her being manipulated and used and whatever, but I just don't like that you're also a hypocrite. Like, I don't know. She's a crackhead. She smoked the damn TV, Rain. She's a crackhead. Crackheads don't think logically. It used to be no, like, well, I can't believe I'm not, these things. I'm not letting that be an excuse. I'm not letting that be an excuse. Because, again, she's still the same Lynn. This same argument she's having with him is the same argument she had pre-Green Light. But she was okay with it in season two, though, right? Like, that's the thing. Like, she was okay with this. At, at, at season, and then we have to – I feel you. I'm not a fan of Lynn right now either. But, one – I, I I most definitely feel like the drugs have a lot to do with this. And two, she's probably been the most important she's ever been ever in this show. You get what yeah. I'm saying? Like, like she's like 
I remember, I forgot what season it was, but she gave this big speech about how you can do this and you can do this, but I, what do I do? Like, where am I at in this family? Yeah. Like, what do I do? And then she took it, I think from then on, she took it upon herself to say, if I can save Metas, that's what's going to be my cape. That's what I'm going to, yeah. that's going to be the sword that I die on. And so mm-hmm. she's always been on this mission to be able to, she was doing it in <clears throat> season two with the Pie Kids, but now it's over, mag, it's, it's, it's over magnified because now she's on crack. So it's like, yeah. well, the crack is working. And then you have to think Odell's been manipulating her for a long time. So you have to yeah. look at the fact that like Odell's manipulation as far as like her importance to the ASA, her importance to the to the research that she's been doing. She's a scientist first, regardless of whatever you say. Yeah, I feel like I feel I feel like all of those things mixed into one kind of puts her at that position. Cause she's to be honest, Odell said you're one of the most important things that we need. Just hell, Jefferson said it best. He said Odell ain't finna do nothing to us. We're too important to him. Yeah. Yeah, but she doesn't understand that. But whatever. Um, fuck that. I'm. Man, <laughs> I didn't. I was just what a uh, trash, trash. Um, wow. Next thing we get, Uncle Gamby and the prodigal son. Uh, Robert, what you think about this? How long do uh, I have, Doc? <laughs> with the legacy virus and um, Moira McTag- I mean Gamby McTag- I mean Uncle Gamby. She, uh, she Proteus. <laughs> she Proteus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, um, you know, it's, I guess it was a cool scene. It was, I thought it was another scene of them trying to, you know, give her some range with the mm-hmm. acting. Uh, mm-hmm. The biggest thing I took from this uh, was what we talked about, you know, apparently being a meta helps to stop your, you know, you can heal or whatever. Um, but then also, I didn't like the position that she put Gamby in. Oh, yeah. With, because, like, hasn't this happened before? And yes. when it happened, Jefferson got pissed off at him. So, yeah. you know, she he was like, well, you got two weeks to live. And that was the other thing. Like, if, he, if she had two weeks from, you know, his estimate, and she was like, well, I'll give it 24 hours... I don't see where the urgency, that was just weird to me. Like, maybe I heard something wrong, but when he said two weeks, I'm like, so why Why did we start the episode off with she feels like mm-hmm. she's about to die? Right. There's no sense of urgency <laughs> in this entire okay. episode. Um, so I was just like, maybe I just misheard it, but I did watch the episode twice. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I'm, yeah, I mean, it, it, was, it was, was what it was, so. Trash. Hmm. What you think, Cole? Uh, we I didn't need this. Who cares? She dies. Who cares? And Who cares? Honestly, if we were going to have an Anissa scene first, it could have been this one. Yeah. This could have been the thing. Like if you just had to put that scene first, this could have been it. Um I don't understand her motivation, like the character, not the actress. If you have two weeks, one or two weeks, and you are slowly dying, you're losing your powers, but you go home and like sit on the couch. Yeah. Like, you didn't even say, okay, Grace, uh, meet me at, I don't know, the place where we met, we going on a run. Like, you didn't, I guess because I'm watching uh, Bates Motel, I think I'm on season two, and I'm just kind of watching it randomly. And there's a girl, spoiler alert, in that show who has a crippling disease, and they play it up really well that she's not healthy. And she just got into an argument with her dad on the episode I watched, and she's like, look, I'm going to die regardless. If I only have 
three hours to live. They're going to be three hours either if I'm in a house with you or if I'm out with my friends. And I felt like, I think because I'm watching both at the same time, Anissa's reaction didn't do it for me. Because I'm like, what are you even doing? Yeah. Brooding. Sulking. She's Batman. Being mad. You just said it. She's Batman. I, yeah, but even with that, Batman would deal with this differently. Um, yeah, that's because Christian Bale can act. Every Batman can act. <laughs> that's because um, Adam West could act. No, <laughs> <laughs> look, he could do something. Hell, he was entertaining. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It was just odd. And then we cut from this directly to the nigga Illuminati or the underground warriors. Yeah. Even, yes, the nigga, the nigga Lominy, <laughs> nigga Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> what pisses me off about this scene is that clearly Blackbird is not important. She can't be important. Why is she not at this meeting? Exactly. Like is she, she the one with the powers? Like, if she had been sick and went there and was like, okay, y'all, we got to fast track whatever our plans is. Like, that would have made that two weeks more That would have gave that 24 hours a, a, a meaning. Give yeah. me 24 hours. So I can go and talk to the resistance so I can let them know, like, they got me. Uh, I'm weakened. Yeah, and then how do and they make it seem like there's a bigger plan. Okay, y'all, we got to... Because even this thing that they did with, with um, Henderson talking about get your cousin who do videography at Clark Atlanta and get your home... Like, all that shit he was talking about. If Anissa hadn't said to, all that... He go to Appalachian that State. Been, uh, <laughs> he go to Appalachian State. Georgia, you go to Appalachian State somewhere. Out, look, whatever the fuck he, this shit, if Anissa had have took the Henderson role, that would have made this more impactful. Then have her tired and passing out later on. And you'd be like, okay, she's dying. She's doing all this work. That makes sense. I just... So, what, the thing about this um, <clears throat> was, first of all, we got another off-screen death for a character that we never saw. Oh, yeah, uh, that was that's, that was stupid. Well, they're good for that. Teller Johnson, they were like, yeah, they fished his body out of the water. I was just like, we just saw his outline. But the other <laughs> thing, it kind of makes me wonder, like, what this resistance is trying to do is no, because no. they're reactionary. They're not, they're, the only reason they suggested bringing in another, or doing the whole thing of widening the radio broadcast was because this guy got killed. <laughs> and it was just like, Dang. was this a plan and like, oh, was this an overall plan, or did did y'all just do this because he died? No, like, Henderson, okay. Henderson talked bad about the man's setup and everything. He was like that old bootleg setup that he had. <laughs> he's dead. I'm, gl- I'm, gl- I'm glad he's gone. We need something better than that. I thought Henderson was Truth Teller Johnson. That's what I was <laughs> like. That's what I'm like. What the fuck is this? That's what I was like. He didn't even show up at the meeting. Yeah, I just I think I I think I pushed. I pushed that idea aside because I was like, I thought Truth Teller was the leader of the resistance. Yeah. And so we had two people in shadow. <laughs> it's just like, and the other thing that stood out to me was this woman who has been established as being a badass in past episodes, like <laughs> immediately getting scared. <laughs> she was just like, I don't want to like, get caught. Her and Life Jennings. Like, he didn't even say nothing. He said, like, two lines. He said, two lines. He said, like, where are they? Where are they? Is this South Freeland? Is this 
What's that movie? Is this the skeleton key? What part of New Orleans are they in? This looked like this. This looked like the cabin from Evil Dead. <laughs> oh my God, y'all, you guys are terrible. We can't. You know what? That's messed up. We got a black group that's actually doing something, and you go talk about them. Doing? They're the what resistance. They, they they putting together. Some, they just put together a radio station. No, they putting these children at risk. These college students to come in for that bullshit to set up a damn podcast. They no radio station. <laughs> they setting up black lightning matter. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> they doing BYNK radio. Uh, but <laughs> that. But if you do want to have black lightning matters on the show to be your voice of the voices, uh, we are always open to be on the show. We could be Truth Teller Cole and Truth Teller Coleman. There you go. Yeah. What, a floating dead body <laughs> in the ocean, in the lake? Look at the Yeah, this is this is a stopgap right before one of my favorite scenes. <laughs> so, I'm going to take it away. Go ahead. Uh, Tobias and Lynn, they are, these scenes are fast becoming. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, two of my favorites. Like, um. Yeah. And I'm trying to think, like, Tobias is, Tobias is, like, giving me inspiration to get my life right with exercise. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, yeah. is this dude doing push-ups, you know, reverse <laughs> on the bed? But, um, no, she's coming to him to, um, what thank is she coming for? She's she she coming, coming to get the- She Well, she, she was coming to thank him for the night before. And then after that, she wants to make sure that uh, she, what she what did she do? What she do? She oh, get his bone marrow or something. Yeah, she was like, I, he was like, are oh, you back again for some more of this loving? And she was like, no, I need another sample. And he was like, well, you got a taste last night. I can't give you no more samples in the daytime. And so okay. after he hit that, no, okay, <laughs> he did hit. Tobias hit that booty. He hit that booty. He hit. He got some lean booty. They look how they it. act towards each other. It's no. obvious. Lynn is acting like Lynn, and Tobias is acting like Tobias. No, nah, he got We've just that. never seen them together. That's one of the missing scenes that we keep complaining about the night <laughs> which before. Is, which one gets discussed here, where he's like, yeah, friends keep each other secrets. I know what happened last night, that scene that no one else saw. I saw <laughs> from this damn mutant prison. How the fuck? He got... Bro. He Tobias. Well. No. Because if that's the case, why have you been here looking like Father Time for the last five episodes, getting your ass beat and burnt by the sun, if it's just that easy? He's got 100 operators getting back to him. It's no way Ow. he's before. He's in a maximum security facility. It's Tobias Well. How do, why do you not believe? And it's not that I don't believe. It's that why is now when it's convenient you got these eyes on the outside? What does Black Lightning doing shit have to do with you in prison when you were just getting your ass beat because you aged to your actual age for five episodes? Now all of a sudden you got spot Nigga, where was these spies at before? No, fam. No. Fuck this. Damn. That's fucked yeah. up, man. Yeah. It's very much fucked up. CW, get your shit together. Because I think... That whatever the fuck coming in crisis is already hit because we losing gaps of fucking time. Crisis is already here. Look, that fucking white Nick Fury lady. She it's is called late. it's called CW because of the convenient writing. CW convenient writing. It's convenient writing all over the place. <laughs> so, but look, let me tell you something. I like this scene because I it's I like to buy it. 
Tobias being Tobias. He's being a bad yeah. guy. He's like, man, I know stuff. He's like, you don't want me to be an enemy. You want me to be your friend. You yeah. want me to be your friend. And you want to keep me as a friend. You want to keep me as such. And it makes sense. He was like, now, and here we go. Lynn getting manipulated by somebody else because she likes to smoke I- crack. She, uh, you know, he was like, "What you need to do is, you need to go in there, find me some metas, give me the list of metas in this in this place." Cause he, she was, t- he was, he was uh, breaking down. Do you know who Odell is? Do you know it? He, you better, you better off trusting me than trusting him. Cause I'm a, I'm gonna love on you, woman. I'm gonna love you right. So this is my first uh, call out. I'm taking your term, Cole's crazy prediction. There you go. Um, I think going into next season. He and Lynn are going to team up. Oh, I'm here for that. I'm here for that because yeah. he hit it. Yeah, I think I think part of that is it's going to be it's going to have something to do with the pod kids. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that because now, you know, this season was Markovia. They went as big as Markovia in crisis. And even okay. though the family is involved in crisis, they're going big. And I think that so that's that's the first half of my theory for next season. I could be wrong, but these scenes with the two of them, they work so damn well. Yeah. yeah. And they're and it would be stupid for them to not give them more opportunities um to to work off of each other. And including and I don't think they would have dropped that bombshell about him knowing about the the Black Lightning family mm-hmm. unless something was going to come of that. But I <clears throat> part of that, I mean I, I don't think that they're going to wrap up this relationship between Jefferson and Lynn and I see her and they're going to have to make this work but I I see her working with him in some fashion because ASA ain't going to be in the, it's not going to be in the sit in Freeland after this and he's going to be the only game in town that will allow her to do what she's doing that's what I that's what I would do so is it safe to say that she might turn into Dr. Jace for him probably probably Mm -hmm. probably not as like homicidal or psychopathic but i think that i think her duty is rising way above you know where she was before and because she like said she's taking crack lozenges but i i, I just there i feel go, that Robert. they've kind of built this whole thing of they've already established that she they're they got problems in their relationship and a lot of it ties into uh, uh jefferson's choice you know it kind of reminds me of like when mary jane was like Fuck it, I'm taking a break. Yeah, because I'm tired of you getting your ass beat every time. <laughs> oh, no, real. Let every me not say that. Near death. <laughs> Near death. <laughs> no, you. I, I think you're absolutely right. I think it would be interesting to see them working together, especially because we've seen this transition. My yeah. concern, however, because of the way they're just dropping storylines and having shit happen off screen. What happens considering the end of this episode? Now that Lynn is hooked on green light, what happens with her now? You know, you yeah. got to keep feeding yeah. her. You got to keep, but that's what makes Tobias a good bad guy because if he knows that's what her fix is, he's going to continue to give it to her, especially if she's willing to work with him with the pie kids and everything. To what, what her, her drug of choice is the pod kids. Pod kids. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, if he can, if she continues to be needed and if he can still feed that need. She's gonna be right there in the palm of his hand. Yeah, because we—I mean, that—that's kind of a powerful thing. Like half them kids died on her watch, right? And and, and they—and that's the one consistent thing that they stuck with yeah. uh, throughout 
the I guess the second and third season that she, you know, it's something that's kind of messed with her. And actually, it's that kind of relates to the one thing I will give to Anissa in this one episode when we get when we get to the sink. Yeah. Um, there's kind of a relation to that. Mm. Okay, I'm but, here for it. Well, yeah, it was all it was all good until. Rain's cousin ran into her with the car and point held out the picture. Her, do you remember her? What did she Which look was like? Weird this as fuck. Well, tell your cousins to stop doing this stuff, man. Your family. Did I, tell you, did I tell you this when my wife checked out of the uh, out out of the show? Really? Because the acting was so fucking bad when he was running after that car with the, the, the yeah. She was like, "I'm done." She's like, "I'm done." No, that's fair. Shit, yeah. that is fair. Hey, man. Ugh, yeah, it ain't. It, it ain't safe out here in these in these freeland streets. No, it ain't, and not for wealthy uh, black women in nice cars who've killed several kids. You ought to be ashamed um, of your damn self. Well, look, be ashamed. She the one disrespecting the memory of them kids who died. So we move on to Anissa asleep on the couch when she could be at the I don't know <sighs> Black Panther rally, but she's here in I her. Ivy Park's finest. I hate this and, scene. And um, she is Shonda. 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 Her three Shonda, is yeah. telling her your father is at the door. Which when did it? When did it start doing that? But it's evolving, I guess. Um. Anyways, so she <laughs> tells Shonda to open the door, which is something she's never done. Now it's a smart house, not just a, what. It's okay, a smart whatever. apartment. Yeah. Smart condo. So Jefferson walks in, all black, looking like... <laughs> no, so he walks in. You are, and, such, you are and, a hoe. Listen, somebody got to be... You such a damn hoe. That's terrible. That's fine. Jefferson, call me. So he walks in, and him and the prodigal son get to arguing, and they're like playing... No, it's not me. It's no, it's not you. It's me with Tavon's death. Like, what the fuck is yeah, this? I hated this scene. I I one hundred percent hated this scene. I really did. And to be honest with you, uh, why? Why are we? Why are we here with this? Is this is my? I did this. No, I did this. Like, and plus, Anissa one, she's she's dying of this poison. So she finds she musters up the courage to kind of stand strong and be gangster as hell, like she always, like she's been doing the whole episode. She's so gangster. It's just like, I don't know if the director was like, "Look, remember Minister Society? I need you to play. Uh, I need you to be old dog, be old dog in this in this episode." And that's what she was doing. She was like, "No, nah, like I knew the risk and all this other stuff, and I still went and got him, even though you were wrong, Dad, because you were always wrong." But I was wrong too, so his death is on me. And then he was like, "Is it like that?" And she was like, "Yeah, it's like but that." Was that a, no, she told him to leave. It was just dumb. It was a stupid scene, fresh out of juice. And I'm just, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of her, her dynamic. I'm tired of her being fake gangster, and then she's a diva, and then she's all this other crap. And then I'm tired of Jefferson. Coming in, baby girl, I'm sorry. You a hoe out here, but I still love you. And we should be together, and, and I just want you to be okay. It was my fault. Just all y'all just shut up and just, like, do something else. Because yeah. they both could have – this is what – this is how I feel. I feel like they both could have been trying to figure out how to help the resistance. Like, Jefferson ain't – he ain't hurt. He ain't got no yeah. poison in him. 
he could most definitely try to figure out something else or figure out who the resistance is. He could be working Always on that. Let them know who they were. Like, ugh. yeah, she could have been like, "Look, Henderson is the leader of the resistance, and you need to go." Or why didn't she just say? Been... Why didn't no, she no. just say, "Dad, I'm poisoned. <laughs> like, I'm dying, dude. Like, I ain't got time for this. I'm just gonna tell mm-hmm. you the truth. I'm dying." Here's what you need to do. You need to get in touch with the resistance and you need to figure out how to help them because I can no longer do this. Yeah. Instead of just being like, I'm hard. It's like that. Get out of here. I'm game banging on you, fool. And then fall out. It was just stupid. It was a dumb scene. I didn't like how she fell out afterwards. I didn't really get it. They really wanted you to feel emotional for Anissa. No, I don't feel emotional for her. I just don't. Like, she's been the character that does what she wants to do all the time. And now it's like, I got to feel for her? Nope, can't do it. Mm. Robert, what you thinking? How, what, what's your take on that father-daughter scene? So th- this is this is probably one of the rare times we're going to disagree. <laughs> I thought that, actually, the reason I actually like the scene, um, first of all, they tried to get creative with it. Um, if you notice, as soon as she gets up, they were doing this whole tilted camera angle thing. Yeah. Um, and and they do it throughout. And it's not just from her perspective. It's just them, you know, showing how maybe things are twisted between the two of them. Yeah. And they're twisted with her because she's sick. So I was just like, okay, they're actually trying to be creative. That was the one thing. Um, <clears throat> this is actually going back to like, because I just listened to y'all's episode so from last the last episode today yeah. mm-hmm. so this is a little bit fresh in my mind um <clears throat> I, I thought i remember you guys having an issue with her not taking it was i don't know if it was taking responsibility for what she did or it, just realizing that she was just as much at yeah at, yeah that's what it was she mm-hmm. was as much at fault as he was mm-hmm. and they didn't really do a good job of establishing that in the last episode in this one i saw her actually accepting because if you think about it an outside <laughs> and we don't we don't think about this shit because she threw a tank at a fucking helicopter so she probably <laughs> killed the SA. Um, but this is the first death on her hands this is yeah. i think this is the first time so it's gonna weigh on her hmm. and i i think she's realizing that wow. i can't you know basically i should have made the decision to be my own person mm-hmm. because i got a drug den and I, I do all my shit, and I'm Batman and all this stuff. So mm-hmm. she basically, she does her own shit. So she's acknowledging the fact that she could have done that. So she's taking responsibility for it. And this is, once again, Nicole's crazy prediction. Uh, it may not happen, but I think after this season, she's going to go her own way. And I think she's going to join up with Lala La on the 100. Whoa, uh, to, really? Wow. To, to, to team up against... Tobias. So would that be outsiders then? Would that be... That might be the outsiders because you remember Lala was talking about like, you know, we can't be stealing, you know, because I think I don't think the 100 is just going to be a regular old street game come next season. They can't do that. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, if you want it to take it to the furthest realm or just take it further away, something that would be interesting because it, it puts her at odds with her dad and once again, the same stuff with Lynn. This stuff has been building, you know, between yeah. her and and that was definitely when he came in and essentially said, "Well, you out here going in these streets, you know, yeah. that type of shit." I was just like, "Oh God!" Um, but <laughs> she was though. Stuff, no, yes, she was. No, that, but that's what I see. I see either the the hundred or her 
during her own, like, the Outsiders thing. Yeah. Like, she be the head of the Outsiders, but I think the scene, and then when she passed out, she passed out. It was what it was, but, and also, why was he knocking so damn hard? <laughs> that, like the police. Because exactly. he was trying to make like sure. he knew she was sick. I think he was just trying to knock to make sure that they weren't, like, in the nude or nothing like that. Like, hey, it's me. I don't know, fam, because you can't get in regardless. This ain't your house. Right. So, but that, that was, that was my thoughts on the scene, but uh, it actually was a little bit of growth for her. You know, hmm. will they continue going forward? I don't know. But that, you know, like I said, we all got our own perspectives on it, you know? Yeah. No, I like, so. I like, I like what you said. I like that. Yeah, no, no. I, I agree. Yeah. I think it was, I just, still was something about that delivery that was very, and I, I think, and I, I could be reaching, but I think that Anissa is a palatable black to say that what she's given us that we can recognize is a bit off is because we're in this community. I think with white people watching her, that's, oh, she's, you know, she's cool. She's a rough and tough black girl. Like, I feel like. <laughs> rough and tough. I mean, I don't, however they speak. Her, you know, they say like, they, that she's considered sassy. They no, call no, her, no. They call I her sassy, okay? She's, she's a sassy black woman. Thug assertive aggressiveness that she's portraying on screen i think that's working for some people who are not us oh. that's working for a certain demographic so though we critique it i, I still am like i understand that everything ain't gonna be for me yeah. i can enjoy the things but everything ain't gonna be for me and this is one of those things that isn't for me um another one is her waking up bone dry um and Grace having her on the couch. Oh Lord, him now here we go with this shit. Grace, what the fuck is your power set? Are you strong and calm enough to pick her up and put her on the couch and wake her up? Are you too frail and manic that you can't have any control of your powers? Are you like what? First of all, before getting into that, where the fuck were you? She's <laughs> at Zobe House. Before. No, no, no. This is some bullshit. Because the episode before, you you mustered up enough energy to shapeshift into your girlfriend's form. Because you knew that you heard on the radio that she had been attacked at the outer perimeter of Freeland. Let's, I'll assume this is a day later. I'll assume, yeah, it's a day later. Where the fuck have you been? You need to be stuck to her like glue. How... Where Grace, you have no job. Where have you been? And Anissa, why the fuck didn't you call your girlfriend? You didn't hound you didn't search for her high and low for a whole season and a half and now Well she got venom in her like hold on man. Like she no, can't no, no. get out there. That, she's no she's excuse. got No, because the very reason you got venom in you is because your daddy said to you, What if it was Grace? Wouldn't you so your love for Grace had you second guessing yourself, you wouldn't got Tavon you brought him to the perimeter. Y'all both got shot. He did. So your love so for your Grace didn't shot. make you think, hey, I might die. I got 24 hours to, you know, kick it. Let me sleep on the couch. I'm not going to call my girlfriend. I'm going to let her walk in and see my corpse body. Like, no, man. No, fuck this. Wow. And the other thing that kind of stands out um, is that she, Grace says, I'm not going to break if you lean on me. And my response to that was like, okay. Um, because, <laughs> because later on, yes. she she folds. You know, she yes. folds. And I think that 
this kind of ghost. And the other thing about her just going out, because that, that was the thing I noticed, is like, where the fuck is she? Is that the what they're establishing with Freeland, and it was weird because I, I just read this book about, for some re research on another story about the war in Iraq. Okay. And they describe, uh, because this season is supposed to be a parallel for an occupation. You know, like you said, a police state or a military state. Right. After a certain point, you're not walking the streets of Freeland because they no. have a curfew. So, right. or just like, or just trying to kick it. You know, this, this is not. So I was just, you know, and this, and, and the other thing is, Grace seems to be very fragile this season. And, and I think y'all touched on this. Like, she was a victim of, you know, human trafficking, but it seems yeah. like earlier seasons they established that. She's still doing all right on her own. So yes. it's just, you know, Hold on. just so Let me, back and forth. Real, real quick, Robert, real quick. I went back and watched early episodes when they when they met. They just kind of see yeah. if the character's been consistent. When they mm -hmm. met each other, Grace was, like, strong. She was a strong yes. character. She was flirty. playing hard to get, very flirty with her. She, But she was tough. She was like, yeah, you come in here. She was, that, I think it was a scene where, like, they Library. actually fought, they fought in front of the bar that she worked at, and she yeah. was like, "Yo, like this, she was a tough chick." It and was her bangs. <laughs> you get rid of them bangs, that's it. I just, Samson. I, I just wanted to bring up the fact that the inconsistency, inconsistency on this character is she is leaps and bounds way different than when she was first introduced to the. Um, yeah, and her and she and she is actually a comic book character in. The comics. Well, there's, and that I don't think that's a that's even just isolated to this because one of the big, you know, my criticisms, even though I love the Arrowverse, is, is that they sometimes there's inconsistent writing with the characters, but specifically with some of the female characters or with the women yeah. characters, oh, and yeah. you know, people people used to get on um, Felicity a lot from mm -hmm. Arrow. Yeah. Um, because it seemed like one season she was cool with him doing this thing, and then another season she was just like, "I need you to stop this shit." Mm -hmm. And then everybody just got upset with the actress. And then mm -hmm. the same thing with um, Iris on Flag. Mm -hmm. it, and it's just like you know they it it just it was frustrating because I always felt that these were really strong characters, but um, they were just taking them on some weird paths. But specifically with her. You can you, you can be a victim, I think, of the stuff that she's gone through. And like they established in the first season, she you know, she was able to kind of deal with it. They literally have her curled up in a corner in this episode and it pissed the fuck out of me. Because yes. like oh in the first season, I couldn't remember it because I hadn't watched the first season, but I didn't remember her being like that. You know? And it's just a weird route for them to take her. Yeah. Uh and I think she's a pretty decent actress. Yeah, mm -hmm. she can do more. What is? Like, I whatever, man. Grace, I don't like her this season. She's useless. Huh? She's useless. It, I, I'm even okay with that if you really focus on her mint. No, no, no. Because you can you can have her be broken down and be like this, but you can't just say, "Oh, I did drugs." Oh, I ran away like you can't just say these things you can't just now come back with 
oh, I have these mental issues and I'm very fragile. And I, because now you have to do in the work to show and not just tell us. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with her folding and breaking down if you've established my love for you, Anissa, is so strong, I can't even see you stub your toe without me feeling like I'm going to die. If you haven't established that, then it's like, well, what the fuck? And even then, why is she not stepping up and being the more dominant um not necessarily sexual role, but the more dominant partner in the relationship, because you know, Anissa, is, you you said you smell death on her. Yeah. Yep. And that wasn't enough to kick you into, oh, I got to help my girlfriend out? You tell me, oh, just be open with me. Bitch, I smell death on you. Not another girl, not some niggas cologne. I smell death on you. And I'm just like, oh, girl, open up to me. No, bitch, what the fuck is going on? Oh. This symbiote... It's taken over? No, like, no. It, you know, if you need me, you know where to find me. I exactly. I sure the hell no, do. No, I don't. Where have you been? She's a bed. She is a bedmate now. And and she is a wet. Bed she bed. is a wet blanket and, and a. Us. Yeah, it does. It does. I mean, like, what was it? Cyanide had less. Sick. No, no, not even cyanide. What was the name of the guy from the first? Joe, Jimmy, Joey, Joey, oh, Tutel. Joey, Joey Toledo. Oh yeah, that nigga. Joey. I forgot about him. Yeah, Joey yeah. Toledo. Joey Toledo had like two scenes, and he had more character development than him, than she did. Very much so. And I yeah. wonder if that's a symptom of there not being women or not being enough women in the writers' room. Because if you say that's an Arrowverse problem, is mm-hmm. do you think that may be what it what it might be? How? How? When in first season you established her as a strong character in the first season. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying because Robert brought up that this is a symptom of what happens to women in the Arrowverse. So is it not enough women in the writer's room to be like, what the fuck I, is this? Yeah, see, the thing is, okay, so, I, Rain, I sent you something this week, which was a, I listened to a screenwriter's podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, screenwriters just oh, black inside, screenwriter. Yeah. yeah, and they actually spoke with um, a writer on this show. She was a, you know, black woman. Okay. Uh, and she, I think she actually wrote the seventh episode. Um, but she kind of talked about her experiences of, you know, writing the show and then having to go on set down here and just kind of make sure everything was going according to plan, you know, working with the director. Yeah. Um, so from the writers, because I actually, I follow the writer who actually wrote this episode. He's a black, black guy. Um, okay. But I think Arrowverse overall, because I, I see who their showrunners are mm-hmm. uh, for these shows, and they're usually, they're usually women. So... I don't know if there was a progressive change or whatever, but I just know that that was something that was very in my face. And like I said, Cole, I mean, you you watch some of the other Arrowverse shows, so maybe you do. I don't know if you agree or disagree, but that that was just always something that until they showed, um, oh, what was her name? The White Canary? Yeah. Um, you know, Sarah Less, like when yeah, she Sarah showed Lance. up. That was my, I was like, oh, shit, she killed it. <laughs> she, she was my favorite, but and they've always wrote her consistently, so maybe it's just certain characters. I, I don't know, but I know that that was something that I, I at least noticed. Um, but see, that's the but, thing, uh, too. Like, with the Black Canary in Flash, um, well, I mean, in Arrow, mm-hmm. it was a situation where Laura was kind of like, they built, like, she was weak. She was kind of meek, mm-hmm. and then she ended up building, they kept building her up, and then, you know, spoiler alert, she dies being yeah, the Black yep. Canary. But... They get her from another earth to come in, and she's just a tough bad. She still is a tough badass. You know what I'm saying? So, but I know yeah. where you're where you're coming from. It, 
I remember that whole thing with Velocity. Like, people were, like, literally tweeting at her, like, you suck. Like, they were just yeah. like, you ain't, you are terrible. And, like, that took a toll on her. I don't know why they do the women characters. Well, I, I've always said this, and I've always had a problem with this. Um, it seems like the CW always have to have some type of love story in every single exactly. one of their single, in their superhero Ugh. shows. And I'm like... The, it's always got to be this dynamic. It's always got to be a love story, and no matter what show it is. And I'm like, you know, you guys don't have to do that in every show. Like, every show is not Riverdale. Like, you don't have to do that in every show. I think you can tell a really good story without having a woman be this um, um, love interest. Just tell the story. Like, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't matter. But I think their agenda of having people in relationships all the time is what messes up a lot of their shows. And that's yeah. a good yeah, and that's a good point because yeah, there were times where yeah, that that cropped up a lot. And I think that's why Sarah Lamps, the I guess White Canary, White Canary, now she's on Legends. Mm -hmm. She turned out to be one of my favorites because she don't have to deal with that shit. She's mm -hmm. just yeah. like she's the captain of the ship. And then also Supergirl, you remember after that first season with her and Jimmy, she was like Falling all over Jimmy, and then the second season, she's like, "I'm being my own woman." At the beginning, at the beginning of the season, she was like, "Well, Jimmy, exactly. like it was cool, but yeah, I don't want to do that no more. Like you good." She said, no, she said no more chocolate in my diet. Let's right. keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> but even with that, I guess my frustration because I'm not an Arrowverse stand or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, you can still have a love story if you take the time and the care with writing out a story yeah. and weaving it into the bigger story. Like, don't hit me over the head with, now I just gotta be in love. But we are in the middle of an occupation. <laughs> fuck this shit. He said we in the we middle of an occupation. Man, fuck that, oh bro. Oh my god, we're um, in the middle of an occupation, Jesus. Grace is, Grace is not, I don't like her. Um, Okay, so talk about missing scenes. Next scene, Jennifer is using her x-ray vision to look at a random house. Um, she also uses her Apartment. Raising Dion powers to just zap the door open. Electricity does not just work on things because it's like if there's a door that's locked, mm -hmm. if you shock it, that doesn't make the door unlocked. This is a regular door. This ain't no door where uh, Botham Jean was murdered by that white police officer. This ain't no door like a oh, hotel room. Shit. This is a regular door that requires a key. I'm going to shock it and that's going to open it? Makes sense. But why are you... <laughs> I, again, talk about missing a scene. One, your, hair, your new wig is longer. You got on regular clothes, not golf girl. You're at this man's house. Yeah, this um, is all. This all came from like out of nowhere. Like, ain't this the next week, day? Yeah, a week ago. I mean, last after the last episode, you were still golf girl with short hair. Now your head ain't grew. Your your powers work good. This you got you got normal clothes day. on. This is at least two days later. Jefferson still has the bruises from the last episode. So this ain't a whole week. What? Mm. What? Why are you at this man's house? How, how do? How does he even know the address? Having a house. He has an apartment, okay? Okay. He is, he's whatever. only 16, and he's only got an apartment. He ain't old enough to have a whole fucking house, Rain. I'm tired of your shit. Why the fuck not? Because he can move <laughs> from the bad part of town to the good part of town, 
to this school and he just has a fucking apartment. Is this the Nissa's old apartment from season one? What, like, why are you even here? Like, there was no conversation set up the episodes prior that's like, oh, who's that new guy? I don't know, but I heard, you know, he's a drug dealer because he has his own... Pl- like, you didn't wow. establish any of this. He has so his, I'm just he as has surprised his, as this nigga... He huh? has his fire-ass apartment and got an Xbox 360. I don't know if y'all noticed that or not, but he has an Xbox 360. <laughs> I'm not a gamer, so is that bad? Or? Yes, that's he's bad. A retro, he's a retro gamer. Oh. He's a retro gamer. Yeah, he's into the old school. He don't like that new shit. He like GTA, right? Grand Theft Auto. I don't know. Um, so what y'all thinking about that? That's not my cup of tea. <laughs> Go gamers. Uh, no, um, what's, yeah, what y'all thinking? I, you know, I don't know. This is the same thing, as I said, with, you know, Jefferson fighting these, these mythical ASA agents on screen. <laughs> Um, there was no setup to her saying like, "Well, let me go investigate this motherfucker." Um, she was just there. I mean, she was just there. Um, once again, another case of I don't know what her. I okay, you know what? <laughs> that doesn't come until later in, in the next uh, scene with them. Uh, apparently, when you're a meta, you can do whatever the fuck you want as far as what, abilities. What because- if- because he negates her abilities, which was established in the last episode, mm-hmm. and then something else happens, and I was like, "I'm done." Um, she has it. she has the Phoenix Force. He do too shit. He does, no, I'm saying he does too. Like he he, I I think I've accepted a long time ago as far as with her that she's Jean Grey. I'm yes. like, yeah, whatever. She is. Uh, and the only other thing I could think, I'm trying to find, I'm trying to find my notes. Oh, he um. Oh, God. It was um, the whole thing of her turning on the computer just by, no, huh. bypass his password just by shopping. So, Bro, I was just like, her. Um, well, no, that's not, and see, and the, at the end of the day, it's, it's, a ref, it's a reflection of the writing. And that's, it's, you know, it's just, that's just what they wrote into the script. Um, I, you know, I'm more of a person like just give them one set of abilities and just stick yeah. with that that's why i like the 4400 so much is yeah. that they gave those people one set of abilities and unless it's baby isabella <laughs> which is the phoenix force um nobody goes outside their lane you yeah. know mm. you know that's kind of how if, i mean what about you cole i mean is there anything you could take from this <laughs> yeah how does <laughs> What kind of credit score does he have to have that type of apartment? That place looked nice. <laughs> he had a nice apartment, buddy. That's good the Lord. apartment. That's, that's real good. Um, <laughs> I don't get it, man. Like, they really see. How can I put it? I like having a show. I like having Black Lightning. I, I really <laughs> like having this show. But they do stuff like this. And then yep. they're like, why you give them black folks that show? <laughs> Why'd you do that? They can do anything they want to over here. None of it makes sense. I guess, you know, that's how. Man, look. The shocking of the door opening it up, I kind of gave that a pass. I was like, you know what? I can get that a pass. That's not that's not bad. I can, I can roll with that. But when she touched the computer and bypassed this stuff, I was like, well, <laughs> we've been a, into the impossible zone. This is crazy. And then yeah, this this, is Elseworld. And then I'm like, why does he have a whole apartment? 
He's in high school. He got a whole apartment in high school. Who put him up to this? Where did he get this from? I don't know. Yeah. What's going on? And then I take huh? Oh, go ahead. You take what? This is that Riverdale effect. This is the same <laughs> shit. And at first I was mad. I was mad at Riverdale, but they're doing the same shit here. My issue with Riverdale, outside of the anti-blackness and anti-gayness and everything else, my issue with Riverdale is that are these niggas 16 or are they 26? <laughs> Why does this 16-year-old girl who is a junior in high school have a whole fully remodeled restaurant underneath, no, excuse me, a speakeasy like the Great Gatsby underneath a diner where this black man is just shucking and jiving for her? Why does this one 16-year-old boy now own a MMA fighting gym randomly? What, like, are these people kids or are they adults? I understand putting kids in these adult-like situations, but make it to scale. If she has a little diner, be it some little hole in the water she's cleaned up, not some fully laid-out concrete <laughs> great crown molding, vaulted ceilings. Ma'am. You're just a hater. No, fam. You're just a hater. Just, You're just a hater, Rain. No, you, a hater, you are bro. a hater. Apparently, <laughs> I, I missed a lot on Riverdale. Like, we watched that first season and, the sec and then, like, the first half of the second season. Yeah. And, yeah, I didn't see all that shit. That's crazy. Who, wait, who no. has the... Who has Veronica. The Veronica has a... And, look, I'm saying this now, but with season four already, like, up and go, all this shit could be null and void. Veronica had a speakeasy underneath Pop's Diner. Um, <laughs> Archie got a MMA gym that he inherited from her after he was um, exonerated from not being the person who tried to kill her dad while he was in the hospital after some damn cult thing that attacked the parents when they were in high school and now came back to life and is terrorizing the kids while Betty is running. And it's, it got to be too fucking much and it was too anti-black for me to watch it and enjoy it. I can watch some silly shit. I refuse to dedicate my time and energy into this fuck shit <laughs> called Riverdale. I almost got into Nancy Drew but I'm scared it's gonna fall into the same shit. The first season be good as fuck but season two all of a sudden she fighting ghosts. What the fuck? Where did this come from? So... <laughs> I so told you Hardy Boys with Todd and Khalil. Get ready for that. That's probably the next show. Hell, I just man, fuck. They can the You know, they will blow this earth up if the Hardy Boys are black. Can we move to the next scene, which was really yeah. good? We got a yeah, scene. No, we yeah. got a scene where Jefferson walks into his kitchen, and Odell is standing there, tall and mad. And he told him <laughs> that, look, he's like, there's consequence for you going out here doing this, being suited up. You can't do this. And he was like, you don't tell me what to do. And they have this back and forth with each other about him him saying you need to see a neurologist. And he was just like, I'm just fine. And he was, you know, basically Odell was saying, if you keep doing this, I'm going to have right. to torture you or Me your too. family, whatever you want to do. And Jefferson, eyes turned blue. I know rain went crazy. Love it. Love it. Makes he makes the lights flicker. He's like, you don't want to do you don't want to deal with you don't want to do this, old man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Odell just laughs. Which was amazing. It was. I yeah. love this part because Odell was like, <laughs> "You ain't nothing, man. I just seen you get your ass whooped several times. You one in seven in this show. Yeah. So <laughs> you only beat this little Hispanic girl with wind power. Barely, barely. 
And so they have this back and forth about about that, and and, and I just thought it was a really good scene with them two facing off with each other, especially what happens later on, which I thought was cool. Yeah. But, um, Odell, com- I, Bill Duke is a great actor. Mm-hmm. I, I've enjoyed a lot of his stuff, you know, from the past. Um, putting him in this role, him probably being the one most tenured and strongest actor out of this cast this season, mm-hmm. his scenes are really good. And this scene with him and Jefferson um, – just made that made my my day until the next scene, but that scene right there made my day. What Robert? What you think about this scene? Uh, um, yeah, you know you fucked up. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now nah, he um, no, he's yeah, he's Bill Duke is a great actor, um, and great director, and just basically, I guess a great representative for black Hollywood because mm-hmm, if yeah. you um if you ever get a chance to just hear him talk about his experiences and um working in the industry mm-hmm. and you know just being a, a you know black person in the industry it's 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 eye-opening it's amazing but yeah no they had a like when they introduced him in the second season yeah. I was like oh, okay they, they shoot in you know they they're bringing in the big guns mm-hmm, um yeah. money. so I, I enjoyed this between the two of them I mean it's just it's uh, I put it, this down as like my second favorite scene because um, anytime you can get two characters kind of going at it, like the verbal wordplay, yeah, um, is really good. And Chris Williams is is an awesome actor himself. So like, he is. Was, yeah, like shit. I was even watching Star Trek: D Space Nine, and he was in that. I was like, oh, oh shit. Really? Yeah, like, like his his credits go back like a while, you know. But everybody knows him as Scooter. But um. I think it's just good, two good actors, you know, working off of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing with, with something, uh, what you just said, a lot of times I think we don't realize we don't get the timeline of black actors like we do white actors, yeah. and that's men and women. So for mm-hmm. you to say that and me to not know that, it's not a huge deal, but it is. Because I was just thinking, if they went and got Bill Duke and they got Erica Alexander, and I mean, mm-hmm. they probably know each other, but who's to say they don't get somebody like Angela Bassett? And then if you look at her filmography, we know her from iconic roles like Waiting to Exhale and what what have you, but how much have she done and other black people done in roles like that where they showed up on this episode of, like, shit, Friends back in 93, or I don't know... Um, shit, I don't know, King of Queens or, you know, the black dude who's on there. But so when you say that, I'm thinking like, yeah, he probably has been working his ass off for a while, much like a lot of people. But until you get a high profile role like this, when you black, you just kind of token here, one off there. So Mm -hmm. that's good to hear that. I might want to kind of walk back the career paths of everybody in this show and see where, um, where they started because I didn't know that I didn't know he was on um, I didn't know he was on the science fiction show. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, something you said Cole earlier. I'm thinking with Bill Duke having such great scenes. I wonder if he is able to be more hands on with his own lines. If it's maybe this is generally the points we want you to hit, or if it's just like him helping to write his lines. Yeah. Because his shit is always good, no matter mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. Uh, and him manipulating Jennifer, that was expertly done. Like, his lines in those scenes were done really well. Mm-hmm. So, I wonder if that's it. Um, yeah, so, we get a scene. Uh, 
next that I lost my shit behind. Oh man, I I got up and clapped. I, was I got like, up and I I mean that. Happened, when this happened, I was just like rain and cold, losing this shit right now. Man, ha! I went crazy. Oh, you. Yes, I went I'm not crazy. You take it away, Cole. You take it because I'm. So we're we're in this ASA truck with a bunch of guards in in there, and they're, they're I guess white. going through. They're white. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's important. No, no, no. I I really think it's important to emphasize they are white men. They're white guards. There are a ton of white guards going in, and uh, next thing you know, a poof of smoke comes up, and Woo! this nigga Nightcrawler saying, mind, wow. "Mind if I catch a ride?" I was like, "Oh my god!" Like this nigga wow. Nightcrawler. Like I can't believe it. I was like, "I finally." We get some payoff. We get some. Yes. Ooh, finally, we get yes. some payoff, and he kicks their ass, all of them. He whoops yes. everybody's ass in there with his nigga Nightcrawler powers. He said, yes. "Nigga Nightcrawler, unite!" And he takes yes. guns and he disappears <laughs> and he let people get shot. And he this one and this one guy like just just uh, shoots in the whole in the whole back of the truck. And then he pops up. He said, "All you had to do was say no," and cracks his neck. Oh, I was like, "Oh yeah, God, yeah. this is great." It was amazing, man. Like he was so smooth and cool. Like yes, God, man. Like I was like yeah. excited, and then yes. we find out he's working with the Macovians. Like, yeah, um, but no, yeah, smooth, charming, um, charismatic. Because his that that little maybe one and a half minute scene was so good, very good. That was really good. That was really good. Not to shit on Anissa, but I'm bringing this up because there's a direct contrast. Her scenes, I don't think, have ever been that good. Mm -mm. There's a lot of other people in the show as well, but like her being a a, a figurehead, he fucking did that. Mm -hmm. And he's a black man. I know this is a black show, but I do want to, again, further emphasize he is a black man. Wide nostrils, big lips, dark skin. <laughs> Wait a minute, damn. Like a black man. He's not racially ambiguous. He's not the token black guy. He looks like a black person. And I really, now that's to his detriment because now he's the villain. But that being said, is he? Seeing him, <laughs> is he a villain? No, no, no. He's but a, he's, he's coded as a villain. Even if he's, he's just not. For, he's just for hire. He's just for hire. Yeah, but didn't but he's still coded as the bad guy. You're going I don't up agree against with Black that. Lightning. You're going up against, just like Cutter. Cutter was for hire, but she was for hire by um, Tobias. She was still the bad guy. Uh, stop putting know, bad man. stuff on good things. Just I, oh no, I'm good with it. I don't give a fuck. I'm still a team nigga Nightcrawler. That's period. Because <laughs> that motherfucker had a nice. You know, he remind me of y'all. Remember? Um, I don't know if y'all seen um, the Defenders. That random black guy who was there for like one episode, yeah. and he was smooth as shit. He looked black. He had black features. He dressed nice, and then he was like killed the next episode. They but that's what he reminds me of. Hmm? They chopped his head off. That was crazy. Which is like um, black man, you chop his head. The optics, nigga. The optics. But yeah. go ahead. Um. So yeah, after <laughs> thinking about y'all like losing y'all shit because. Y'all have been on this since last yes. season, since they introduced him in that podunk country yes. line dancing box yeah. um, hole in the wall. I was like so happy that they paid this off, and it kind of gave me hope um, that if they ever introduce like a major plot line, they will come back around. Uh, the thing that I like about him and I like about the show, period, is 
And this goes back to something that when I'm writing, I, you know, this is, you know, I don't mind having characters of color being uh, villains or antagonists. Mm -hmm. You just got to write them well. <laughs> you yeah. have to write them well. And in this show, going from Tobias to Cutter to Braxton to, um, you know, uh, I'm there. There have been even um, Tobias's sister. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. the this is a show where it's a black show, and like you said, Rain, we don't need um, a Spike Lee white like every episode. You know, and the, the one time that we got that was that comical over the top racist guy, and they said, "Fuck that!" Our our antagonists for this series going forward are going to be black people mm -hmm. because Bill Duke so. That's why, and also I like the idea, like you said, he's a, he's a mercenary. He doesn't give a fuck about any allegiances. Mm -hmm. He's in the paycheck. So, mm -hmm. and to be, to be real, uh, once again, after doing this research, there are people with military training who kill for money. And then they go home, they, they do their jobs, and then they go home and chill on a beach. You know, so that's who this guy reminds me of. Mm -hmm. So I was so happy that we got yet another complex, you know, um, yep. and black antagonist mm -hmm. because it, because who can possibly go up against any of the black lightning family and, yeah. and just be, yeah. and just be a strong, you know, bad guy. I mean, it's just, you know, that, that's kind of how I see him. And, but, you know, and, and, but as long as he is not like written in such a way where he's just a typical, yeah. uh, how they typically do us, you know, like, mm -hmm. like, fuck, where's our Magneto's at? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, most yeah. definitely. Most but definitely. I understand where you're coming from. I just, I was just so glad that they paid this damn thing off because I, I was about, I was pissed off like y'all were too. Yeah, like, he's said, back. Yeah. And my name for his, um, for the head of the Markovians is Ivan Dragoff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Perfect. But I, 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 I did, I did like how, he did all of that, got into the costume, and got it to the front of the truck, and they they drove through the through the line together. And I was like, man, that's so cool. Like, I don't know what they're going to do next, but I'm just excited to just see nigga Nightcrawler mm -hmm. do his thing, man. That was that was so cool, man. I was, yeah. I was that waiting. was the better scene. He came in with high energy. He whooped yeah. ass. And, you know, it again, we joke nigga Nightcrawler, but he very much gave me what – they could have well, what they kind of did, but what they could have done with a Nightcrawler in the X Men movies. He mm. was like smooth. He was cool. He was charming. He was attractive. I think that matters because again, we're watching CW and everybody has to be beautiful. But I liked him. I want more of him. Um, it might be better to get him in small doses because you know they don't do everybody right. But I want more of him. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that happens, and then we get. Uh, Jamila and Henderson, and Henderson has signed her name to a burn book, and he wants her to be the next person to end up dead floating in a river uh, <laughs> because he interrogates her a bit, closes the blinds, and is like, hey, join the resistance. We like your braids. Like, uh, but I don't. Any thoughts on this? No. We could have did without it. Yeah, yeah. not. Not really. I mean, there's, um, yeah, nothing really to say. All right. Uh, moving on to a more important scene. Um, Lynn, high off of Greenlight, 
goes into the ASA Crack. facility Crack logic. and prints out five or six metas, uh, pictures, height, weight, biography, all that shit, and then she shreds two. My question is... One of them was the why? test subject that was in her dream. Yeah. And uh, the other one, I think... When, huh? It was a... It was the the weather girl because yeah. that's who she's been close to. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she shreds those, and I was thinking, why not just not print those out? Because now that you've shredded them, they are physically there. So not only, of course, is um, Odell and his team watching your movements digitally, but they can go and see in this shredded box that you have print. Like I don't, you're being she's sloppy. Taking, she's a functioning crackhead. Rain, like, when have, when last time you been around some crackheads? Have you ever been around crackheads before? She's before, a functioning yes, crack. Crackheads are sloppy. They do sloppy things. Two bit is different. Two bit has a whole bar. Okay. And plus, she's a Lynn's a new crackhead. She's getting used to everything right now. A new crackhead. <laughs> Shut. Okay. But that new. <laughs> that yeah, new that's that new new. That's that new crack. Good lord, it's cook crack. Look, let me say this real quick. You do some strange things when you dick drunk. And she is dick drunk right now. I'm telling you right now, she has he oh, has put lord. it on her. What are you even He okay. put it on her you know she look. She's doing these things because for the simple fact of you know, she wants to she wants to continue to do this do this stuff. Odell knows She's doing it for her family, Rain. Remember that? Okay. This is like for my Black family. Did, but, okay. This is for my family. Oh, is it? No, it's for you. Let her tell it for her family, though. Fuck that shit. So she does that stupid shit and hands over the shit to Tobias, and they sit here playing cat and mouse and shit like they about to rip each other clothes off. And um, Too late. But I love this scene. I love to... <laughs> man... Tobias, they write him so well most times. I think he performs. I I think he performs well with what he's given. Okay, that's how Let's I feel about uh, about that. I think he performs well with what he's given. You so okay. you think he, you think he ele- he's elevating it basically? I I feel that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, isn't this his first acting role or maybe his first major acting role? Talk about uh, Crogdon. Yeah, I mean he's a he's a rapper though, man. Like. I no, mean, I know, and this it, that's that's an art form in itself. But I'm saying I don't think he's, I don't think he, I think I saw him on the Breakfast Club and during season one. Yeah, and he said like this. I I want to say if I'm remembering correctly, this was his first major. Like I think maybe he did like a web series or something. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Is, yeah. So and this nigga hire him, put him in more things. God damn it. Um, you know he was in um into the Spider Verse. Yeah. Yes. As the uh, Prowler, right? Mm-hmm. No, he was, he was Tombstone. I think he was That's Tombstone. Right. Yep. Oh, Another I thought it was a problem. Who was, don't, isn't Tombstone a character with albinism as well, or no? Yeah, that's... Uh, I think it's he's supposed to... Yeah, I think he. I think he's supposed to have albinism. Yeah, um, well, you know how they... They never get us right here. Um, wow. <laughs> they, I, come on. I, just I mean, you're not wrong. I'm just saying, wow, you... Let me okay. Here's a quick X Men aside. This ain't even no spoiler for none of the new X Line books. I hate 
too high hell the way that people keep drawing Lucas Bishop's hair. I hate it. I hate it to death. Why the fuck is it so hard to get black people's hair right? Quit putting black women with long flowing hair just for the sake of it's easy because it looks like the white woman in the panel next to her. Go and look at a hype hair magazine. Go and look at one of your favorite racially ambiguous fucking celebrities. Look at a Rihanna, a Beyonce, a Kalani. Look at something and look at these hairstyles. Look at these men. Bishop cannot always just have some a bald head or a fade or some kind of sort of are they locks or are they braids? We don't know. Just because you don't want to look, do the work. Look up excellence. The comic book excellence has a wonderful looking plethora of blackness. Same thing with the Ta-Nehisi Coates run on Black Panther. Amazing, stellar locks, different hairstyles, complexions. I digress, but my point stands. <laughs> Quit fucking up black hair because you're too lazy to figure out how to get this. Bl- and then complexion. If you can change complexion on hair color, you can change complexion on skin. But, but it's hard. I'm sure it may be, but... Nothing worth having is just that damn easy. There you go. So, okay. So, uh, so Crondon, I mean, <laughs> so to, okay, Robert, you say something. <laughs> uh, wait, was this this the scene where um he's he he's looking at the uh, files? Yeah, the, the okay. chess game. Yeah. Oh, the chess game. The chess game. No, okay. wait, you uh, wait, you completely like. No, no, Steve no. Uh, yeah, we're going to go back to that. But because it was, like, split up. Oh, okay. I just, yeah, that's what I was saying. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They kind of ran into each other. Um, So I guess the we're at basically Jennifer and Brandon yeah. at this uh, apartment. Uh, he, you know, he establishes that um, his mom was killed by Dr. Jace. So that's his, you know, I guess, horse in this race. Mm-hmm. And this is... Once again, them making up fucking abilities everywhere. <laughs> um, he uh, because I don't think this guy is a character from the book. Now, the one thing mm-hmm. that I do like about the show is that they will introduce um, characters, like new characters, mm-hmm. in the mix with you know these like B or C or D tier characters, yeah. uh, which I like. So I, I like the fact that they brought him in. But I thought he, he you um, basically he can you know with the whole siphoning the abilities. I like that. But then now he can manipulate the earth like Kwame. Elemental, um, yeah. And that's where he gets his money from, <laughs> from the diamonds <laughs> and the money. Yeah, because like, earlier, in the, earlier before this scene, she opened up the yeah. drawer, he got money and diamonds in there too. I'm sorry. Exactly. Yeah, no, no, that's, I'm, I'm glad you said, but that, yeah, that's what I was getting at. They, um, in my mind, like, what, what jeweler is he going to? <laughs> that says, uh, this kid, <laughs> I mean, they During an occupation. They hate black kids even carrying Skittles and sweet tea. Right. Um, right. But they're going to let him walk in with some fucking jewelry. I mean, some diamonds. I was like, well, time to give you cash today. <laughs> <laughs> Can he also uh, shape shift? Is that another un- like, unknown uh, power? Like, yeah, this yeah, is like, silly. Like, when I saw that, he was just like, yeah, this is, I can manipulate the earth. And it was like, I, He's that, basically again, Captain that's Planet. Too much power. That is too much power. Again, you are writing these characters and you're giving them so much power that doesn't match the situation that they're in. Because I feel like either this 
earth manipulating shit was his intended power or the absorbing of other power like you both why would both of these be it's like they're having they're trying to have a mutation and a secondary mutation immediately after give us time to get used to the first power the and so that even like and i know we're like it, this is like we're doing some nerdy shit, right? And it doesn't matter because it's like it, it comes down to good writing. When Jessica, Jessica, when Jennifer rolled up into her his place and tried to shock him, he took like either some type dirt. of dirt. It was pottery soil. Yeah, to <laughs> negate her abilities. And. Which... and and I'm just like, okay, so is that a part of the Earth <laughs> abilities, or is that a part of the? And it's like, so at that point, you're mixing both of the abilities up, but he doesn't okay. talk about the first ability. He, the only thing he talked about was being, and I guess maybe he didn't talk about the whole power negating thing because he had already done that like twice, but maybe he had only done that once because. The second time he just threw dirt at her, and that yeah. just does dirt dispel electricity. <laughs> it was just like, it's science, folks. Science. <laughs> we gonna science this shit up, right? No, I don't. <laughs> I hate it. Um, yeah, this is fucking stupid. Um, <laughs> no, because uh, to your point, all of this pisses me off. Like I, I feel like a lot of his story, you could have paced that a bit better. Um, and you could have shown that a bit better. And again, like you said, how does dirt negate electricity? But then also, how does electricity open a door that needs a, a key, <laughs> a non-electronic door? Um, See, y'all worried about the wrong thing. I need to know no. how he got this apartment. I want to know who he talked to. to, this, to power. Who who he talked to to sign the lease? That's what I know. What powers? <laughs> And that's where Grace has been. Grace was shape-shifting to be his mother so she could give him this apartment. And he paid her in diamonds. That's how she got that new jacket. And, um, yeah. Because I don't... This shit doesn't make any sense I just need to know how they ran the credit on him. That's all I need to know. How did they run the credit on this kid? Like, man, look at this. He can't walk into no leasing office. First of all, was your mom Jefferson's age? Because you said your mom was dead. Jace killed them people and cut their hands and feet off. So, did she have you and then went back? Like, what? what is going on? Is your mama, was she a meta? I'm very confused at this timeline. Additionally, are you a child of a meta like Jen and Anissa? Or are you, like, what is your, what, and what was your mom's ability? Like, what? I think, I well, here's the thing, too. I think people still think that he's a bad guy. I'm on the other end. I think that he, I don't, oh, I don't think, I, I don't think I think people still think he's a bad guy. I think people still think he's worked for the ASA. Remember, because everybody, that was that was the initial yeah. thing. Everybody's like, oh, he worked for the ASA. But no, he I, don't. I mean, we still like, we, we still in there for a twist. We need a twist. Yeah, I don't care. This is stupid. Because if if you give Jen this quote-unquote love interest and then you do the same shit with somebody who she's now supposed to be in love with, then I'm really over this. Because what the fuck is the point? What are you you trying to prove? Are you trying to say black women are unlovable? Why the fuck are we getting into these relationships and you fucking snatching the damn love away from her to turn these niggas evil? What is this? So no, I don't think I don't think that's the case. I hope not anyway. Shit. 
Whew. Fuck this show sometimes. Wow. Uh, <laughs> sometimes wow. I still. You need to put your own people, man. That's messed up. Shit, I ain't out here killing every black boy that show up on screen. So we get to um, Venom Part Two, and the symbiote has taken over Anissa. Uh, Rob, <laughs> do you want to want to shed some insight into this also amazingly acted scene between two women who are clearly in love with each other and have so much chemistry? Would you like to take it away? <laughs> um. Well, I. You know, this is going back to what we were talking about before. Grace breaking down every five minutes. Um, yes. And then I love Gamby was like, you better back the fuck off. And I was just like, oh, God. Um, it just, it, she goes in the shock. Um, that's the only thing that I took from the scene is that, you know, just a few scenes ago, she was like, oh, you can lean on me. And then this scene, she's like, oh, God, Jesus, Lord. And it's just like, <laughs> I just, I'm like, this shit ain't consistent. Like, At all. Not I don't know nothing about birthing no babies, Jesus. Exactly. Yeah. And even when Gamby leaves, Gamby's like, you can do this. And I was just like, Grace been living on the fucking street since she's been like 15, 16 years old. And that was 40 years ago. We don't even know how old oh she my is. God. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm sorry. She she the oldest looking uh, 19 year old or 20 year old. But um, yeah, I, I, you know, you know, she just—it just—it's inconsistent with her character. Weird. I think, and I think the woman is a good actor. I, I mean, good actress, and she deserves better. I mean, it's just like—it's just—it's convenient writing for, for her. Man, y'all I mean, going in? It's on inconvenient girl. writing. Hell, what y'all the fuck? going in? Jack up. Jack up. see. But she was trash, man. No, I co-signed everything you said. Why the fuck? Oh, my gosh. Why would the writers... This ain't even on Grace. Just the writers. If you have her say a scene before, you can lean on me. I'm stronger than you think. Or whatever. Y'all wrote this. You wrote this. And then next... Is there nobody to edit for continuity? Like, but... Whatever. Um, I can say, and this is uh, was some. This is some of the best acting that this had done in, 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 in a while. Having a seizure. <laughs> I mean, look at that scene. That scene was amazing. That's Oscar okay. worthy, actually. Sure. <gasps> That's all she's been doing is sucking in breaths. Shit. Yeah. Shit. I was like, bravo, uh, bravo. This is great. Well, that so shit happens. We move forward into Odell chilling at his desk. And then you get the butch marine woman who comes in and says, Sir, I think you needed to see this. And she kind of yeah. points out that there are very uh, high, what was it? I forgot what it was like. Energy spikes. Yeah, okay. energy spikes from, from when the last time we seen this was with Dr. Jace. So it's like. Um, he, she was like, "This is a real important. I think we all need to put protocol in this. Let's let's find out what's going on." And he's, <laughs> Odell says this line, which is very, uh, it's a dumb line, but it was cool when he says, "He's like, let's see who's going through our refrigerator." Yeah. Now anybody else who would have said that would have made that sound corny, but I think because of Bill Duke, I think he made the the he made it sound. I liked it. I liked the line. I thought it was kind of cool. And then we move forward into Nigga Nightcrawler and the leader of the Markovians coming in here. 
and they're dressed up as ASA agents. They see the room that they need to go into, and they go into the room. Um, they're trying to download some type of virus or upload it. I think they were trying to download information, and all yeah. of this stuff, all the stuff didn't work. Like, uh, like, yeah. like every jump drive he tried didn't work. So they're yeah. trying to get out of there, and next thing you know, uh, Odell shows up, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we have this um, like shootout. Yeah. Okay. So can I can I double dutch jump okay. in? Sure. Go. Come on. So this is my second worst off-screen scene <laughs> um, of the episode. So the first one. Okay. So the first thing about the scene is. When he puts that jump drive in, <laughs> I, I laugh my ass off. And I think he's been, I think they've been shut out because Odell and um, the lady who replaced Braxton. And I was like, where the fuck did oh, Braxton go? G.I. Jane. Yeah, G.I. Yeah, Jane. I think that because they know what location they're going to, they just shut, they locked them out. Mm-hmm. This dude blew that jump drive like it was a <laughs> Nintendo party. He did. He sure did. He blew that shit. He was just like, Mario. So, um, so that was the that was the, the first thing, and then the other thing that confused me about the scene is I didn't know if those guys that they came in with were Markovian soldiers or if they were just soldiers that because I assume they were Markovian when they walked out because the guys grouped around them mm-hmm. um, like they were, you know, like they were guarding them, and then. You know, Bill Duke and this guy apparently have some history because, um, yeah, well, yeah. That, that comes next. But but he's like, <laughs> we meet again. He was like, it's finally good to see you again, General. He called him General Dick. something. General, General Drago. He's yeah. like, you bleed, yeah. I bleed. Anyways, um, and then <laughs> the so once again the worst off-screen shootout. You've already established <laughs> that this guy cannot use his abilities because they they said it was neutrino disruptors. Right. And oh, when Black yeah. Lightning comes, you know, he hears the shootout. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, I'm going to let you get to that. No, no, go, go. Yes. <laughs> he hears the shootout from his Batman perch probably like 18 miles away. He was like, Gamby, you hear that? It's like, they, it's like another war. They cut back to this fucking scene. And the Ivan Drago is running around, is walking around shooting people in the head. And I'm yeah. like, how the fuck didn't y'all get shot? And then <laughs> the other, hold on, and Odell is sitting there, is laying on the ground. I, I, I love Bill Duke, but this was the most pathetic ass laid out. I got shot. Um, he looked like he fell yeah. out. Like, um, he's like, I've fallen and I can't get up. Yes, goddamn it, <laughs> life alert. So, so that the life alert thing, and he's bleeding but in my mind the nigga fell from excuse my language that dude he fell, fell he fell from a banister yes fell from a fucking banister he should have contusions concussions he yeah. Should, yeah he should he's an elderly man he's an elderly <laughs> man and he fell from the top and in my mind like why the fuck is he bringing that long ass big ass gun to the people got automatic like rifles and shit. He had a this is the worst fucking shootout ever. Dick Tracy villain. That's what he was. <laughs> he took out the, He took out the gun from Batman One with, <laughs> with Michael Keane. <laughs> he had the Michael. He had the Joker gun from Batman. Michael Keane Batman. Bro. 
Oh my god. Y'all could have done this better because the fact that your Nightcrawler guy didn't get shot, the fact that the Markovian general didn't get shot, and everybody else around them (laughs) got shot. Like, we could have done a little... It just, it was like the off-screen shit was killing me this episode. Um, Because when they cut back to them all lined around, I was just, I paused it, and I was just like, (laughs) what the fuck really is going on here? Bill Gates deserves better. (laughs) Now... Oh my god, that was great how you explained it. Thank you, Robert, for explaining it like that, because that was amazing. Yeah, no problem, man. What is even more frustrating is that they've got this neuron inhibitor shit, Mm -hmm. so I'm going to accept that in this world you've built some machine to stop... First of all, how does this exist, (laughs) but you still have men testing Mm -hmm. the pod kids? You have the capabilities of stopping... Any yep. and every meta human ability, period. And you have a collar on Tobias' neck. Yeah. What the fuck do you mean? You still testing the pod kids and what? If you have technology to supersede the meta abilities, why do you even need Lynn? Why do you need? Who created? She this? has to because of the gene, the the, no. the meta gene. She has to isolate no. it. No, because they need somebody, her to isolate the gene. No. No, I'm not accepting that. Come on, because, Rain. No, I'm not. Let me tell you why. Because if every single meta has at least seven abilities that you just randomly pop up, and this one biodome of energy can negate any and all abilities, then you got somebody who's smart enough to know how to do whatever the fuck Lynn is doing. Additionally, if this biodome is supposed to work, shouldn't Jefferson be dead? How do you... <laughs> crash through the ceiling of this biodome and your powers are not negated so you are essentially a human jumping from 50 stories in the air <laughs> because the, okay, because okay, the so, dome so, the, the dome only affects the nightcrawler powers and not the electrical powers he, he shocked no, it. He no, shocked i think it. he actually i think he from what i remember y'all can go back and watch this jefferson says that he he when he falls down or before that he says that he, he Somebody says that he shut it down. Yeah. When there's that electrical surge, yeah. it's either the Nightcrawler guy or like Lightning that says something about it's been shut down. So that's that's the way they suggest that he's able to use his abilities. So that's the one time they got the writing right. So right. I, that's that's the only thing I can suggest. I'm going to give you that because they did just say something was disrupted. I still think this shit is stupid. I call bullshit because, again, if you can disrupt the powers of any and all metas just randomly with this fucking glowing blanket of energy. Why in the fuck? First of all, why wouldn't you put that over all of Freeland to begin with? That way, Blackbird <laughs> powers won't fucking work. Bro, what? You can't, you cannot, and this is my problem. This is why it feels like they're not th- trying. This is why it feels like they have not written out the entire season. I understand, you know, maybe trying to change some shit. But I should be able to know. We have 22 episodes this season. For the first 12, this is what I want to happen. For the last 12, this is what I want to happen. You can fill in the blanks, but you can't come back six episodes later after all this testing metas and riling people up and legacy virus and collars that stop powers and then say, oh, we have a dome that will just get rid of all powers. Nigga, what are we doing here? What's the point of the show? (laughs) 
I am Bill Duke. What do you, nigga? Are you a man? Of, what is even? Oh my well, god! He did survive that fall from the banister. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's true. So yeah, we we get we get we get back going back into the scene. Is at the end of the scene we get back. Jefferson falls through. They try to kill. They they go, oh. they, they were going to put a bullet in in uh, Odell's head. Black Lightning saves him. Uh, nigga Nightcrawler takes the, the Ivan Drag off and they go away. He said, I'm gone. See you later. Merry Christmas. <laughs> and Odell's like, you have to kill the general. You have to kill him. And Black Lightning's like, I don't kill. And he was Why like, don't you kill? He, he was like, that's pathetic. <laughs> and he died. <laughs> and he died. That has to hurt your feelings. I don't care if you my enemy. Nigga, <sighs> you died. Telling me I was pathetic. Yep. He didn't seen him fight. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't watch Jefferson fight, and it, it is pretty pathetic that he gets beat up all the time. He said, what? "He said, he said, I did more falling over this banister into my head than you've ever done." <laughs> you know, with this nigga dead, what happens to Khalil again? Not because oh, he's so well, sexy. Not that, I mean, but well, honestly, that is why. First of all, no. Secondly, honestly, what happens to Khalil? We now, only got we dead. only got one more episode before Crisis, so technically, oh, kind of don't. Y'all think Odell's dead? No, I don't think I, he is at all. He's just trying to see who's going to be his handler. Oh, okay. Yeah, like yeah. who would? I don't know, man. This show is this show is <laughs> pissing me off. It doesn't matter we, anymore. <laughs> we got one more episode until we go to Crisis. So therefore, according to circumstances, it's like who cares? Because now, no, 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 but. Remember, Gamby found some like strain of the virus that was similar to some shit he's seen before, which was from Khalil. And he pulled up a picture of Khalil with his kinky twist off to the side from season one. I think focusing those are, on those that, are, those were box braids, by the way. Uh, look, there was some, there was goddess braids. Doing that <laughs> shows that Khalil was going to be even like a staple going forward. Because why? Why not just say, oh, I've seen this before and I've altered this or whatever. Why, like, bring up that picture and that very specific picture of Khalil from back in prior seasons? Well, I mean, now, and then he did go to his grave and find out that he wasn't there. He's trying to find yeah. he's trying to find the serum to try to help. He's trying to get an anti-venom. Anti but he did. No, that did. wasn't. That doesn't heal her. That's just going to hold it down for a little bit. Oh, see, I don't. This shit, I don't remember that. Yeah, that antivenom is not supposed to. It's not going to save her. It's it's there to kind of suppress what's going on until you can get everything done. Like it's not. Well, he doesn't. Is, have... Why the machine when he held it over the grave, it popped up and oh. said empty. Yeah. <laughs> <It's an> empty <laughs> like we couldn't see. We like they showed the outline of the coffin, and I'm like, oh, okay, there's no body in there. That machine said empty. I was like, I was like, oh, we stupid as fuck, huh? Um, <laughs> you're not trusting your audience, yeah, because that was like, nigga, why is this? And not to be funny, why was his grave like by itself? There was no other tombstones around there. That I, I mean, he did go into a school and like shoot it up. Yeah, but yeah, like, like yeah, they can't, yeah, you know. And plus, they, remember tree? they didn't have. Remember they didn't have enough money to bury him. Remember his mama didn't have no money for that. But he got buried, supposedly. Yeah. This is dumb. Bro, this was hilarious. He said MP. <laughs> Gamby is the only one doing real work on this fucking show. 
Why nobody you working as hard as Gabby? We didn't say that last episode. Last we was happy with last week's episode. Now, now we now we mad <laughs> because this are... is this is a roller coaster ride. I'm not gonna lie. This is a bit of a roller coaster that's, ride. Yeah, that's why I was surprised that at the beginning of this podcast, y'all were like, "Hey, I, I like this episode." I was like, "Because oh, of nigga Nightcrawler, I'm so focused well, on the things that I did I'm gonna, enjoy." When I give you my rating, I'm gonna tell you why I like this episode. Okay. Okay. Oh, so we go back to I don't know Ease Bayou, um, oh some like God. Royal Gothic Black episode of some show, and we have the pastor who's the the ordained one. We have the Black Henderson, Illuminati, the Illuminati. The, the, the yeah, the Black Illuminati. We the the uh, Boule as they call it. Um, That's it. We have Khadija from Living Single. We have Life Jennings, and then we have oh, Clapback News. Um, and then we have some random kids from the HBCU down the street. Like, it's like, hey, can we not die? Like, they had to build a, they had to build a, the strong tower. Uh, rain, damn. Even he was and like Henderson was very disparaging when he talked. He was like, "Go get them nerds," and I was like, "What the fuck, Henderson?" <laughs> yeah, that and was then, okay. He was talking like my uncle. Why not go get her? You ain't gonna get your daughter, nigga. Fuck him. He like my huh, he like my uncle. Where them nerds at around here? Exactly. They can most definitely come around here. They can fix they can fix the TV. <laughs> not the TV. Oh my god. sitting up here like she finna do op sing a damn I don't know. I'm loving this, those braids. This reminded me of the scene from Hustle and Flow when they finally got yes. to the studio. <laughs> yes. They finally got the studio together exactly and they made whoop that trick. <laughs> I don't know if y'all can see that, but that's exactly what she yeah, was like. It was, it was yeah. time. Oh, no, that's when they made his heart out here for a pimp. That's when that yeah. was that scene. That's DJ Qualls. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wake up, Freeland. It's, I feel like that was a um, a nod to Spike Lee's school days. I could be wrong, but wake up, Freeland. Nah, they not that wake smart. Uh... <laughs> no, this was more hustle and flow. This was... You know it's hard out here for a pimp. Right. <laughs> so at least, she... at least they would have a better rapper than, um, than yeah. a subway train rapper at the beginning. Oh, oh local in this occupation. Before I forget, how did they follow this emotional ass scene of Nissa like near death, you know, giving her final will and testament, and then they say Black Lightning's back because he rigged on the street and he walked down whatever. Black Lightning's back, and I was like, y'all gotta switch up this opening theme song. Please do. Let Trace Funk sing it like power. Because that negated any emotion that they had already established, like you said with um. Hustle flow rapper or whatever. That was it. That was hustle and flow. That would be better. You know it's hard out here for a pimp. I was like, oh god, this is terrible. So we move <laughs> past hustle and flow to uh, electric boogaloo, and we see Lynn. Lynn's packing her. Huh? We don't. You skipped the over uh, nigga Nightcrawler talking shit to the Marcos. Oh, I sure did. I'm sorry. My bad. Oh, uh, yeah. So Damn. we get to a scene where uh, the General Ivan Dragoff tells everybody what happened. Uh, he was nigga Nightcrawler was like, "Look, man, pay me. Uh, you just pay me to get you in there." 
you didn't pay me to fight Black Lightning and all that other stuff. I just need to get paid. You need to do right by me. And so they pay yeah. him. And I then they were kill him. what? You can't. We just I, got I, him. No, stop. We just got him. We need we need more black villains. Um, and so they you, you they're having this conversation. Doctor Jason is in the background, and we um, General Ivan Drago comes to the to the uh, to the point of knowing that they have. I think they. What did, did he say that they've isolated? I think they've isolated the the metagene, and um, oh. say what? Help me. Stabilize. No, they use something to stabilize the yeah. Uh, metas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Doctor J's mouth starts watering because she was like, "Oh, that means that she's she stabilized the gene, and that means we can get it from her as soon as we as soon as we possibly can." And so we see the <laughs> general twist his mustache and say, "Excellent." And so it's. <laughs> I was actually, um, I was so happy to see her. Dr. They Chase? Been, uh, they had been talking about Dr. Chase like off screen for like, you know, a bunch of the episodes, but I, I really like her as um, as a bad guy. So I was She's crazy. They... She's charming. She's charismatic. Yeah. She's just she crazy. Is. She just, no holds bar. I'm waiting for her to say the N word. I, look, she probably, yeah, these nigger metas. Um, I'm waiting for Brandon to fight her. No. Yeah. Are they going to do um, a scene? Huh? He going to sing to her. Right. Get it, <laughs> white woman. Get it, white woman. I don't know. Um, so then we go to this next scene, which further proves that Grace is a horrible person. Like, what? Like, she's useless. Grace, she's comforting Anissa, Anissa sleep with her head on her lap, and Grace is like awkwardly holding her, which looked very unnatural. And her powers are like Freaking constantly out. moving, and she's very uncomfortable. It's this is weird. It just did not. It was she, Anissa could have had this scene on the couch by herself. It would have been just as impactful. Um, yeah. So Grace kisses her, and we go to the next scene. Thankfully, and. Is um, Gamby figuring out the empty grave? After that, we get Lynn doing her um, packing for her, seven she, years. She's seven doing years. I'm with this man. She and did he leave her, me for this white woman. Yep, wait next hell. Huh? She did her her version of waiting next hell, which was waiting to inhale. This was boring. <laughs> I don't think so. Um. I think this scene was good. She kept going back and forth about Jefferson being a superhero, and she's like, "You're doing this is all about you, and it's not easy." And 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 you know, I'm leaving. And he's like, "What you mean, baby? This is this reminded me of the Living Single episode where he breaks up with Khadijah, and okay. it was good. it was it was terrible. It was that made me cry. Um, oh. <laughs> that did that did make me cry. Scooter didn't deserve that. He he had a big time record." A record uh, he was working with a, a record label but right. they go back and forth she clearly has smoked the tv because he's like you don't talk to me baby like what's wrong like we, mm -hmm. we let's make we can make this work and she's like no we can't make this work like i'm gonna send some ASA, asa agents to come get the rest of my things i'm what's tired this? of this jefferson this is just not working for me anymore and he's just like something's wrong now what we now, i didn't bring this up but the same kind of drunk effect that we had with oh, I was gonna say that. Uh, with Jennifer 
happened here again when he was having a conversation with Lynn. And so now it's getting to a point where I think maybe maybe it's more to this situation because this is the same effect that they used with Jennifer when they were having a breakfast talk. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't know if that was the crack or if there's something else here that we're missing. Um, it was very random. I uh, yeah. I call I call it a crack mission. <laughs> uh, I you know this is like the third argument or conversation that they've had this episode, and yeah. um, you know I was like okay, and it was a weird way to end the episode. Like it wasn't a cliffhanger. Yeah. Like this is like in my mind it was like we knew this shit was about to happen. So, because immediately after this, they rolled the preview for next week. I was like, oh, okay, where are the credits? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah, I just, if they, um, I don't, I don't know how many arguments I can kind of <clears throat> get with them coming to, uh, without them coming to a final resolution, and maybe this was it, so. Well, they, I mean, there's not going to be any more arguments because she's going to be with her new boo, um, Tobias. <laughs> Which I'm even okay with that shit. The way this damn show going, anything's possible shit. You're mad. This show is mad. <laughs> and the thing is, and you know, not to shit on this show because I still like it, but Batwoman seems to be a bit more in what well, is new. It's a new show, but it seems to be more clear cut on what's going on. Like, is is allowed to breathe a bit more. These chunks of time, y'all watch the Arrowverse shows. Is this a symptom of Arrow shows sometimes? Because we are missing full scenes. Like I don't recall that kind of happening. I just I think because even with the other shows like Flash, like Flash hasn't really had this problem this season. And I know this is Arrow's last season, so they're actually kind of being very to me. They're being detailed, and they're actually doing a lot of callbacks. They're they're playing off mm-hmm. of our nostalgia. Um, I think for Black Lightning, with him being about to be introduced into the Arrowverse proper, I think they just put a lot of stuff together. Because I'm telling you, next this the, after the, after Crisis, things are supposed to be different. Like everything's supposed to change. So I don't know what's gonna happen I'm now. I'm scared. I'm scared. So my theory <clears throat> is after Crisis, they gonna have to step this shit up. Because like they're losing, they're so a lot of the issues that we have with. And let me preface this: I really like Black Lightning when it hits well mm-hmm. or hits hard. Um, I think next to strangely enough, next to Supergirl, this is probably their only socially conscious TV show that they have. Because yeah. Super Supergirl had a whole season where they were dealing with the, their version of the MAGA crowd and. Okay. Oh yeah, I remember that. I didn't yeah. watch that, but I remember that. Yeah, and they've and they've been very um you know, straight and kind of one of the few superhero shows that focuses on issues of LGBTQ rights and yeah. their experiences. Um and but then Black Lightning, you know, we the opening scene from the first episode is them, you know, dealing with police, you know, brutality mm-hmm. violence. Mm-hmm. So I think when Black Lightning that finds that balance, it can do it really well. But like you said in this episode, there's just like basic shit that makes them that, and that's why it's not like my favorite of the Arrowverse shows. Um, it makes it kind of come secondary to other shows, and I can see, 
And I feel that <clears throat> that's kind of a hindrance because with Arrow leaving, um, that's the you know that's the granddaddy, mm-hmm. and they're already announcing that Birds of Prey show. They're already yeah. announcing the Superman show, and as they keep announcing all of these superhero shows, there's a good chance that they may kind of get lost in the mix if they yeah. don't step it up. And I and I think. You know, my my frustration has always been that the only major black show has been segregated from all of the other Arrowverse shows. Yeah, yeah. Um, even like Supergirl is on a different Earth, and she still get more. She still has more opportunities to hang with Arrow and them. But than do they black. know how to handle that? That's my concern. Yeah. Not having watched Arrowverse shows, it's very different from having a token black or a token Asian. Than having a full cast, and how do you translate Black Lightning onto the post-crisis Earth, where more than likely, I think, and this is just a shot in the dark because I don't watch the Arrowverse shows, I think everybody's going to end up on the same Earth. Everybody's yeah, gonna I, yeah that's, same. this is what Crisis is supposed to do. Crisis is okay. Crisis well, is supposed to write. Well, I mean, you know, for all intents and purposes, especially if you're a comic book nerd, you understand that Crisis was just a write kind of just right the wrongs of what DC had been doing for the past few years and they got everything on track quote unquote but by doing that how much of and, and, and this isn't to say that other people don't have culture and don't have things of that nature but this is a very black show we've said before Cole you can take the superhero shit out of it and this is still a very black show so when you put it in this same earth with everybody else and you do have those uh, soon to come crossovers where Supergirl and Jen are mm-hmm. getting a coffee or Flash and Anissa are having a race. How do you retain that blackness and the thing that makes it very much the black show and still have that, I don't know, crossover appeal or whatever? You get, I mean, my my theory with that, because I know that people have, that's a, that's not the first time I've heard this, mm-hmm. and they feel that Black Lightning will lose its authenticity and its kind of re- relatability to, you know, Black audiences if you bring them closer to the Arrowverse. If you have good writers, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you have good writers, you can do that. Mm-hmm. And the thing about Arrowverse is the crossover was only once a year. You might actually see characters appear in other other um, people's series, maybe mm-hmm. like once or twice during the season, but outside of that crossover, none of those shows would impact the other show because okay. um, if you <clears throat> like Legends of Tomorrow is essentially Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. travel. It's the goofiest fucking show, and you compare that to something like Arrow or Supergirl, like I said, which was like the wokest show. Yeah. Um, they don't when they do their crossovers. It happens for like you know you have those two or three episodes and then that's it. So there's a there. I mean, Black Lightning can still keep its authenticity. And the other thing is, all of those other shows are filmed in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Black Lightning's mm. film is in Atlanta. In, in Atlanta, and mm-hmm. I think there's something to be said for filming in an entirely different country and state um, in terms of kind of keeping that authenticity. Um, yeah. Because if it was that, there's nothing separating Black Lightning from any of the Arrowverse shows. I, like my thing is, is like if you want to keep him at least in the comics within the same universe. I mean, he, shit, he's been on the Justice League yeah. with Batman and Superman, and 
he can still go home and still do his thing and deal with the issues. So I think like my, you know, when people have that concern, it's just like you just have to have solid writing. I mean, there's a reason why I think they're just testing the waters with him, mm-hmm. with him by himself versus bringing in his two kids. Okay. And, and, and you know, I think they're like, well, let's let's see how the one black does. Um, yeah, exactly. And, and, yeah, but it's been something I've been wanting since they've introduced the show. Mm-hmm. This is like you can't leave the black people segregated. Either that or why introduce him? Why yeah. introduce him within this universe? And yeah, Crisis was the comic book because they had like fifteen hundred damn Batman running around, and the editor was just like, "Let's calm this shit down." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. But that those are my thoughts on it. I've been I've been wanting Crisis for like a while now. Okay. <laughs> just, yeah. And I think I think to kind of piggyback off that and just say a couple things is that I think that adding Black Lightning to the Arrowverse is going to give it some color, some well-needed color that it needs because we do have black characters on on the Arrowverse shows. It's just they're not very in tune to their blackness. And I'm not yeah. trying to like, you know, downplay anybody on that because, you know, you you know you got, you know, um Iris who is, you know, for all intents and purposes you know, the blackest dude in the Arrowverse is Joe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Joe's yeah. the blackest dude I know on any of the... Joe and, um... Um... um On Arrow, um... Diggle? God. Yeah, Diggle. Diggs is black, but he just... He military black. You know what I'm saying? Which is not, you know, trying to take a, a dig at Diggle, but... Um... You know, the blackest dude in the Arrowverse to me is... Is, uh... Is Joe because even Jimmy Olsen's kind of like, mm, you might tell on me, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Jimmy Olsen, <laughs> Jimmy Olsen might tell on me, just saying, he might tell you on know, me. Well, it's funny because there at Comic Con, there's this video, and I'll send it to you guys where the Black Lightning cast was doing like a press, uh, kind of a press junket, mm-hmm. and then the cast of Supergirl came and like crashed their thing and um and the jimmy olsen and the guy who plays jimmy olsen was like what's up brother what's up bro? it was really weird <laughs> get out because that's what it sound like yeah it was i i i'd have to i'd have to show it to you i mean send it to you guys but um yeah i just you know it'd be interesting to kind of see how that's going to work you know because i wouldn't mind a team up between you know black lightning and well shit arrow's going to be gone um yeah you know him and um, Batwoman. I don't know. Like it, it just, or even Nissa and Batwoman. I mean, I and I and I'll say when you are brought into, it, basically they they might help them to step their game up so that we yeah. won't keep getting this these types of things. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, I think. Yeah. I think. I think. Here's my last real little thing on this. I think. If I think we'll we'll get a better understanding of what might happen post post crisis like i feel like post crisis i think they're going to keep their blackness but they'll finally allow black lightning to kind of interact with some of the other the characters yeah. you know what yeah. i'm saying like I, I think i think the blackness is going to still be there because they cannot they cannot take that the fan base that that is black lightning and kind of you know throw them to the side like we we matter you know what i'm saying and and yeah, it's so hard to. It's really hard to to cancel CW shows. Like, you, like it's it's gonna take a a, a miracle. Yeah, we got seven seasons of Arrow. Shit. So, well, look at Supernatural. 
They oh, had like fifteen hundred damage. Yeah. <laughs> so but, yeah. First no, of all, right. I like Supernatural, so does not laugh, okay? I like Supernatural. I'm being oh, I'm serious. Not, we're we're laughing at the amount of seasons, not yeah, how seasons, can yeah. be. But you're right. You're right, paper bag boy. You got it. Can we get to the rating part and the, come on? Sure. Okay. Why so you we'll making start fun with of me, you, Jeffrey? Man, you're such a <laughs> Who's your MVP ass. of this episode? Who was your fave? Um you know, that would damn. Hard, isn't it? Yeah. This is a hard one. Um Gamby. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. It's probably Gamby. Like he he put in that work as usual. We had yeah. we just had this full old conversation about inclusion and you picked the white guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the, my next person probably no, nah, that's like either him or Tobias. Either him or no, actually no. Let me. I like no. I'll say Tobias. I'll say Tobias because I think he's he's doing just like Odell. Um, he's he's trying to work his magic. He's yeah. trying to work his magic. So yeah, Tobias. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So what about you, Cole? What we thinking? Wait, come on. Are you really gonna ask? I mean, the people want to know. <laughs> Negro Nightcrawler. Nigga, that's mine too. Negro girl. Nightcrawler. I, there is yeah. nobody else on this episode. I don't care what they did. Yes. There's nobody else in this episode. That that was the payoff that has yes. I have been looking for. Yes. And and they gave it to me. And yes. To, and hey, for all intents and purposes, if I did have a character, you know, I was really gonna kind of go with with Tobias. Yes. But I can't. I, yeah. I can't. Like my, I I gotta go with Negro Nightcrawler. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I agree. It was amazing. Even the Tobias the Lynn shit is good, and not to say that I don't want to see it anymore. But we got that last episode. We we got what he gave us this episode. It is good, but we got that like, Negro Nightcrawler. We've been waiting damn near a whole season for this mm-hmm. motherfucker to come back. That's right. my. I don't give a fuck who did what <laughs> and and why. That's my favorite. That's it, Negro Nightcrawler. Sure. He has to get it. And and let that go out to y'all over there writing at Black Lightning. We know you listening. Whenever this nigga on screen, he my favorite. I don't give a fuck. I don't care what happened. I don't give a fuck if Khalil came back from the dead, turned good. Jennifer became the Dark Phoenix. That's my favorite. Period. <laughs> You're so stupid. Um, terrible. Um, just, I don't have to tell you. That nigga, he's where it's at. Um, what about... Uh, <laughs> all right, Cole. What about what about a least favorite? What what are we looking at as your your unwanted fave? Uh, I I this is a this seems like the go to. Oh, um, Anissa. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> God there damn! You go. There you go, Robert. You're you're a good man, and I shut I up. Love you. It's okay, Anissa. <laughs> what what about you, Cole? Well, um, so when I foreshadowed, I foreshadowed earlier in the in the uh, in the episode. And I said I was gonna do something I didn't think I was gonna do, but um, oh, I'm going to have to remove myself from the Lin Hive. Oh shit! I'm sorry, oh. guys. I'm oh. Lin was my worst, and I am I am going to remove myself from Lin Hive. I can't do it anymore. I just can't. I can't do it. After this episode and the things that she did and, and that last scene 
I can't. I can't. I'm no longer a card carrying member of the Lin Hive anymore. I'm sorry. Empress, you hear that? Yeah. Damn. I I got what? to. I can't do this anymore. I I, that's do, fair. That's I can't fair. do this anymore. And I, and I tried to hang on as long as I could. But I Man. couldn't. Okay, well, I'm glad you said that because I actually was down between her and another character and, I, and they won out over her and that's Grace. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Grace is my least favorite. Fuck her, I don't want anything to do with her until she get her shit together and quit fucking spazzing out every goddamn time some shit happened. You are dead weight. You are... You have a very amazing power set that could be very useful, but you're so fucking scared of every goddamn thing. So, fuck her. Um, yeah, it was between her and Lynn for me, but I felt like, like I said at the top of the show, I think Lynn is being exactly the Lynn she was before Greenlight, just more amplified or exacerbated or whatever to the extreme. So, even though Lynn wasn't a fave, she wasn't my least fave. Grace is just... No matter how you feel about Anissa, Anissa is worse off with Grace than she is being by her damn self. Damn. Damn. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You're baggage. yeah. Wow. You, like that, you that was a lot. Life. You're taking away. You t- you're soaking up electricity. You're taking showers. You're falling apart when I fall down. You ain't coming to find me when I, you You can transform into motherfuckers, but. Then you fall apart when I fall that's down. It. So, yeah, Grace. Um, oh gosh! All right, Robert, what's your what's your rating out of five stars? What you rate this episode? Uh, this <laughs> this, <laughs> is a two, this is a two and a half. Oh shit! <laughs> I because like a three is like hey, it was good in some respects, but it was also bad in this. It's a little lower than that. I mean, I'm not going to give it a one, but yeah, t- this wasn't one of my favorites, uh, so 2.5. Wow. Okay. I think I think that's fair. I think that was what you think, Nicole? Um, so I'm I'm going to give it two stars, but for all intents and purposes, this episode was so bad it was good. Yeah, oh, I it agree. It fell yeah. under the Sharknado uh oh, oh, type yeah. type type of show. Like, it was really bad. There were a lot of plot holes. There was just a lot of different things. But some of the payoffs that I got, like the mm. Lynn, like Lynn and Tobias and, and Negro Nightcrawler, and it was it was just very, it was so, and it was, it was, and this is acting, sealed the deal. Um, <laughs> it was, but it was, it was so bad, it was good. And, and that's not a good thing. You know, this, you know how Cook, that's how Cook, cult classics happen you know movies so bad that they're good this is just one of those episodes where it was just all over the place it was horrible it was a filler episode but i got a lot of enjoyment out of it i got a lot of laughs Mm -hmm. it just it it did its job i was entertained but in the wrong way in the wrong way god damn um i'm with you i did go with a two uh i could have gave it a three based off the strength of negro nightcrawler alone but as great as I, I as he was to me, he couldn't for he couldn't overshadow all the other shit that went on. Like so, I'd have to give it a solid two as well. So we gonna we gonna see shit, y'all. This has been some shit, goddamn it. Um, 
shit, y'all, use the hashtag BLM Power. You're listening to this episode. If you made it this far, uh, hashtag um, Negro Nightcrawler for president. Hashtag that. Let us know that you listened this far. Um, shit, y'all, I'm Carefree Blurred. Go ahead, Robert, and let these folks know they can find you online and where they can support your Kickstarter and all that good stuff. Yeah, y'all can. Um, your website is uh, Robert K. Jeffrey, uh, J F F R E Y dot com, Robert K. Jeffrey dot com. Uh, Twitter handle is S Y N, as in Nathan C H R K J. And if you go to Kickstarter, uh, just do a search for Mind to Avenge, and it'll pull up the um, number three. You know that, and you can pledge. Uh, we got like seven days left, and uh, thanks to Rain and Cole for allowing me to be on. This was great. This is awesome. <laughs> All right, links will be in the show notes, of course, y'all. So hit that expand button. I don't know, whatever. Uh, Cole, what's up? <laughs> uh, everybody, if you want to hit me up, please hit me up on Twitter at Cole Jackson One Two, and then you can hit me up on Instagram at Cole Jackson Underscore BYNK. I just want to say, Robert, I am I am so thankful that you came on. Um, I always enjoy it when we get guests to come in and give their sight insight about the show. So, man, I I one hundred and fifty percent appreciate it, um, and I, I I appreciate your <laughs> I appreciate your look <laughs> on a lot of stuff, and I I don't feel so bad about how how I dogging this out because now I have somebody else who agrees with me. Look at that, smart I'm man. Season finale. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, yeah, same. You know, if you're here, you know where to find me. Go uh, Carefree Black Nerd, Carefree Blurred on I'm Twitter. I'm so cool, everybody. Carefree Black Nerd, where else? You know what I'm saying? Not the paper bag boy like Cole, but, you know, I'm trying to make it do what it do. Dark skin and all that good shit. No, um, hit me up, y'all. If you need to email me, carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com. Make sure to use that hashtag BLMPod when you're listening to this episode. Whatever questions we may have asked each other, go ahead and answer those questions in the on the Twitter and on the Instagram and shit. Tag us and let us know. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Uh, do you think we was fucking wrong? Do you think we were fucking right? Um, hell yeah, fucking right. All night. All right, so... <laughs> Until next time, guys, uh, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky, and stay the fuck away from Freeland. And make sure you don't. And make sure you keep a clean suit because Negro Nightcrawler is going to be there for you. Okay, this nigga. All right. (laughs) Thanks, Robert. Thank you. No problem.